0: the gore club podcast with steve vessel Derek sturgeon and death metal dave how they get it get that motherfucker dude why are you letting it live what are you one of those you one it. of those?
1: Yeah, just take it outside. My God, like, I, uh, I smashed the that other day. It was on the pillow as I laid down. It was like, oh, that's mm. lo- wonderful. That's what I'm looking
2: yeah. for.
3: Thanks. That's how your life is. Cuddle bunch. together. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, smashed on a table by a bunch of fucking nerds. I'll fucking kill <laughs> them all.
0: Fucking ladybugs. Fuck them. <laughs> I, I can't. You can't put that shit online anymore. You're like, oh, take it outside. I'm Like. I ain't that fucker.
1: I have a, I have a rule, and I explain it to them as I'm about to kill them. I'm like, look, we have a system. You can do whatever you want outside, but don't just don't come in the As
3: Soon as you come inside,
1: and they come man, inside, you're gonna die. It's, it's trust, not my fault. Like
3: it's it. trespassing, that's law.
1: Yeah, I we had a system. <laughs> Stay outside, eat all the other bugs, spiders. Come on, that's your job.
2: Yeah,
4: that's true. yeah, I do have. A when
0: massive... you come
1: inside, you cross the line.
0: When uh, Brian was pulling up, I I have this massive fucking web. It goes from the yard to the. Like the, the roof gutter line and it's yeah. still there like he just rebuilt it it's so fucking huge
3: i'd rip it down it's pretty cool
0: yeah they'll just rebuild it every day it was he nice. does it every falls extent. apart he's every determined day. and then this whole
2: spider would do that like right in front of my door every uh, day uh, that was one thing i
0: noticed from you is when you're talking to me make sure you walk talk across the
2: mic i'm sorry i'll talk across la, 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 la. yeah <laughs> i just won't talk to steve tonight i'll just stare at Derek the Goodness. whole time <laughs> sometimes i feel like not talking About
1: to breaking i just don't constants. want to talk to myself Fuck you guys! It's the only reason you bring people in. I like is that shows, Turok the Troll is yeah. on the front of that.
3: I, c- yeah, I can't imagine the, the people yeah. that, that do like solo shows. Yeah, I know it's on YouTube. What yeah, like, that's like, what I, I only
1: out. knew one guy that was like really good at it, but like
3: I there was imagine, a DVD like just talking and talking. You can read
1: time. yourself for hours on it. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, i uh, that point. Thanks.
0: The reason that Turok is on there is because that the weekend of horror, Fangor's Gore's weekend of horror, John Beekler was a
2: guest. And that movie had just come out, so it was a big deal. That movie scared the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I've already told that story.
3: It did oh, nothing for me.
2: Oh, we're recording.
0: Whoa. We well, welcome. <laughs> Derek's time to do a shot. Welcome to the <laughs> show, everybody. Uh I'm Steve Vessel. Death Metal Dave. I'm Derek. Yeah, and we have Ooh. a special guest this week uh from the movie meltdown podcast, Brian Renfro.
1: How's it going? <sighs> What's hey. up? Just- Usually, when I tell people at this yeah. point. <laughs> if I remember to start our show,
0: Oh man. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, movie meltdown and yourself, if you want to.
1: Uh, I don't have anything useful myself. That's why I've focused everything on the show at this point. I don't do anything, but the show takes a lot of work, so I, I do that. So,
0: how long have you been around? the show yeah i no, not not me <laughs> how many years thousands
1: of years for me yeah I, i'm the undead but the show uh started the end of 2008 yeah I know it was a long a time. long yeah. damn time ago let me tell you so mm. um yeah it's exhausting i have to say <laughs> <laughs> we, at this point we're learning that ah, it's exhausting but <laughs> it i mean it is one of those if if it's you, you come to find out if it's in your blood you like you keep coming back so I like the conversations. I like the the interaction with people. That's hard to get these days. But in general, I kind of I've come to as much as I'm antisocial the rest of my life. Like this is the only time it works. Like I hit record and like it's as functional as I ever get. So like I like that aspect of it sound issues and editing and I, I was already complaining that when I got here today so like not now, about, I, us. That never not about ours about his yeah What do oh, you, you listen to ours okay then you're like they Fuck they these guys. Really but no no my own constantly like fighting with sound issues and like it's just it that never goes away so it's um but yeah the, the geeky aspect that that's fun like, the bonding with your friends talking over movies that's that's what we do yeah I've been
0: on there what twice three times I can't remember
1: there's been well, we'll get to uh, the the other one of them. We were in the middle of a convention. Uh, yeah. Then we went. <laughs> then we. My favorite was we got together and two dudes creepily talking in the park after dark most of the time. Yeah. That, that was that was a good one actually because we we dug into Halloween memories. So that. Was oh yeah, that was
0: God damn. That, that was, was fun. Yeah. But it was like yeah. two years ago, I think.
1: I think so. Okay. Something like that. Okay. But yeah. It all becomes a big blur after a while
0: yeah well speaking of conventions this uh this episode is going to be kind of a free-flowing convention stories convention nightmares uh, we all have great stories. Uh, we, <laughs> we've all yeah. been better than the others. So. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of when you what, like, I barely remember the time you're talking about when we <laughs> talked in the hallway of a convention. Cause back then, I was shit faced
1: at every convention. I And I, I assumed re- it at all times. Really, <laughs> right? Fuck you, man. <laughs> it's
0: true. I, uh, when I
1: got here tonight, he was just throwing
0: back. Oh, my God. Well, I've been clean and sober. <laughs> well, I've been sober. Well, no. I just haven't <laughs> drank in a while. I don't shoot but you
1: know I'm sober. Yeah, well,
3: I am going trying to be specific but not too specific. <laughs> I have been clean and sober. Well, no, I've been sober too I just haven't drink in a while. Oh, well,
0: you got to be you know, it's it's been just, four hours, I don't right. drink alcohol. <laughs> Everything else is eh, you
2: never know.
4: <laughs>
1: that explains the hair when I
2: got here. God damn it, dude. The rock the rock keeps me
4: alive, baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, speaking of conventions, we have to go back. Let's 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 do some history. A little a little history. Dave's got us. some history for us. So <laughs> I did some research. Uh, so the uh, first sciencey because because horror conventions, the modern convention is not the same as it used to be. I thought you were going to say sciencey. Well, not, that, not, that just it's negates not science.
1: It's a lot of science nerds. In <laughs> oh, okay, yeah,
2: but uh, like joss the, whedon word. The, <laughs> the first the first convention that I found was the uh, PhilCon, which is the Philadelphia Science Convention. Uh-oh.
1: Man, if it, yeah, was, it was all 19... about Phil Collins. Phil so <laughs> in, the, in the 20s or when? 36. Okay. Even more impressive if it was all about Phil Collins. <laughs>
2: like they were the prophecy <laughs> yeah, of, of Phil the, Collins. The
1: man will come. We just have to wait. <clears throat> and it's, oh, so, it's
2: so so it studio-sis. apparently still goes on today. What year was it? Uh, 1936. 1936. And there was Jesus nine fuck. people.
3: There were nine people there. That... <laughs> God, I would love to go to a sci-fi convention before Star Trek was in it. But... <laughs>
1: You <laughs> and eight other people. <laughs>
3: yeah, it, just,
2: it would just be it just you be like you and a few other Iceland? people. Who, <laughs> Who the first? fuck was at the at the very first <laughs> one? Nine that, people. It better be awesome. Yeah, well, it doesn't really
3: give We're me a whole lot of information. <laughs> Bunch of dead people. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. that's true.
2: Special guest was Heather Shaw. I don't, I
3: don't you know. know. I know no Heather clue. Shaw.
2: I should have looked it up, but I didn't get. That's
3: also there. back when, like, the future was the year two thousand. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, this is my mind. World of Tomorrow. Oh, that sci-fi shit that's <laughs> like the year is 1985. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> They're like, I wonder what that's going to be like. Well,
0: lots of drugs. Yep. Here we are. We're in the middle of Blade Runner right <laughs> drugs now. Drugs and so.
3: hair metal. What do you want?
2: <laughs> oh, well, moving on from that. Oh, 19- I this <laughs> said away from that. Yeah, that was well, awesome. in, 19- <laughs> in 1939, uh, there was the uh, World Science Fiction Convention, the first one. Where was uh, that at? Worldcon. That was in New York.
3: So somebody uh, with the Philcon and was like I'm gonna fucking do this but bigger
2: but bigger yeah in yeah. a bigger
3: city there's 12 people this one well there? no this
2: one was a lot bigger I mean they had like authors like uh, Isaac Asimov was there Ray Bradbury oh, yeah. it's legit. Um, so this what was this was bullshit. a little bit that's a uh, real nerd convention yeah if so I knew
1: how to read that would be so impressive I know
2: oh we don't we've already established some of us at the table don't read some of us at the table yeah. definitely don't Derek the, and, the
1: back of the movie box, as far as I but, know. oh no,
2: it helps every <laughs> time. You can you can go you can go down through the list. We're not going to go through all of them, but you get like three other conventions in the '40s, but really in the '50s and the '60s are where conventions started to change into sort of what they are now. Um, sort of, sort of. They've come a long way in the last ten years, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, well, you've got like comic book conventions; those were huge, uh, getting in through the '60s, and that's where stuff like. Uh, you know, it was look at my note here. Uh, there was a New York Comic Con in 1964. Um, you know, when you get up to the 70s in uh, New York, where was that one at? Did, do you remember it all? New York Comic Con. New York Comic Con. I think yeah, it was. A right. Okay. Part. Well, you know, because sometimes. New York Comic Con. I have seeing seen if Dave was yeah, on his toes this week. Florida. And we're not we're not talking about like Chicago Comic Con. What was that? We're not was talking. We're not talking annoying? about Wizard Cincinnati. World. We're not right. talking about Wizard World. We're talking it's all, about a I know just fucking Comic Con. I'm just fucking with you, Dave. But uh, you're on top of it, baby. And then in the '70s, you got uh, you know San, San Diego Comic Con started. Um, that's
1: California
2: Yeah And we're, Oh cool Geography <laughs> <laughs> Steve's really good with geography Yeah that notes was a
1: learning show Did you <laughs> Oh, I, I got, The more you know kids
0: Map a con Gotcha <laughs> We're trying to get on PBS so. <laughs> so, Oh yeah We have to cut the, the Peabody award blinkers. winners <laughs> It must be one big beep Because you can't hear anything we say Because fuck And
2: fuck, then there fuck. were a lot of Yeah also through the 60s Derek's favorite uh, Star Trek conventions Motherfuckers oh, um, <laughs> You know there were there were there were several major ones. I could uh, go first, back in
3: time, just fucking murder them. End it there. Well, and it all started with the sci fi nerds. Okay? Were there terrorists in the '60s? I'm sure there were. <laughs> Derek's gonna <laughs> go
0: back in time. It's a looper, and it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be just him sh- fucking shotgunning the entire cast of Star Trek. Yeah, nuclear vessel, this motherfucker.
4: <laughs> Uncle, they don't support me.
2: So we go from there. Um, and. Uh, uh, a company called Creation Entertainment, uh, which they do a lot of...
3: Are those fuckfaces with Vampire Diaries and Supernatural? Yes, all those, like, those are the, the B-bomb shows. They're the, ones, <laughs> Supernatural.
2: they're the ones that got sure. the Star Trek conventions rolling. Of course they fucking did. And they, were, branch, they were branching out. They were trying something different <laughs> instead of just the comic They works. were
3: doing this in the
2: 70s? They were doing this in the 70s. That's when Gosh. they started doing it. I I just learned that myself.
0: I thought it was uh, like part of the Fanico and uh, Starlog people, but it's not. Dave
2: corrected me before you even started the show. Creation Entertainment uh, were the ones that own those conventions. And if you move forward in time so we can talk about horror conventions, because we know about comic conventions. We know what those are all about, but we're here to talk about the horror conventions. So we get to 19- 19
0: sci-fi ones. We wouldn't have the horror ones because they learned like a lineage,
2: baby. The well, I mean, there were. But I mean, we are you going to talk about? We want to talk about Star Trek more, Derek. Well, he skipped sports conventions.
3: Oh, I didn't know. Well, there I'm pretty though. sure that's where they'd all got probably stolen from.
2: Well, I mean, possibly. I mean, it, it, really? you know, like
3: 1920s, you could probably jerk mm. off Babe Ruth for 20 bucks.
2: Fucking wait. Well, well <laughs> I mean, if you go back to the first one, the reason why they decided to have it um, where they had it was because that's where the Republican National Convention was and the Democratic National Convention. So
0: that sounds awful. Yeah, let's not go to those. That yeah, sounds really is. fucking boring.
2: Yeah, those are those are awful. You probably get scammed like more Ty than Cobb you would at fucking go. Babe Ruth.
3: Oh, well, uh, not fucking Babe Ruth, but. Yeah, I mean, what's, what's Two years ago, point? Nashville I mean, had Politicon. Did you see that? How much those cost? So that was crazy. And Politicon. They brought, in, they brought in all these like talking heads from like Fox News and CNN and all that shit to do a convention in Nashville. Oh man, they should have burned that place to the. And they are charging ground. for like autographs and doing panels and everything. We like could have
2: wiped out So many problems. Uh, yeah, right
3: there, yeah. just like we could have with that Star Trek gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, one bomb. You take out a lot of Star Trekers, so they're not impregnating. They probably weren't going to eat my pregnant. Anyway, I don't think that's going to make it. <laughs> so <there's that>. Oh, <laughs> man. Your <new> theory
2: is <laughs> flawed here, At sir. At the very
3: least, I'll wipe out Creation Entertainment. And we wouldn't no, have Moontrap. There's tracks. no supernatural God. fucking conventions. There's no Vampire Diary conventions. And there's
2: also no, there's no Fangoria no... Weekend of Horrors.
3: Is that what Creation does, too?
2: They, were the, ama- ones, oh, they were the ones that made that happen. ah eh, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to Derek. Sometimes glass half full, you know? And that's the first Somebody horror convention that I could find. That's the first one I that I could find.
0: Well, that's the first one I remember even hearing about from because it's Van you know bought Van Gogh every it's the fucking one. month, yeah. and uh, I, I picked up this v, uh, this VHS of it. And I was like, my first experience is like, I want to go there. And that was the thing about conventions when I was a kid is that you couldn't go to them because at least not me
3: living in Middle America. is like California or New York. I didn't hear about them really until I was about fifteen, so that would have been two thousand one, right? That's well, right. they were just starting, and they, they were always like small ones. We had they WonderFest were starting here, yeah, yeah. Well, WonderFest has been here for like. Six hundred years.
2: Wonderfest started in 91. ninety
3: one. Fuck yeah, ninety one because that was the first one I've ever went to, and yeah. I was just like, "What the fuck's all this plastic shit?"
2: Do you have anything on Wonderfest, <laughs> or should we should we should uh, we expand upon we, that? We will we will we will expand upon that when we get to it. So oh, first I like that. Off, Dave. Dave's talk, got the structure going on. Hell yeah! So, so the first thing you know, we can talk about the Fangoria's Weekend of Horror. Oh, it's um, a land You work. have the you have the VHS on the table. Show everybody at home. Steve, did you show them already? I'm gonna do it again.
3: Look at that! We've got, we got. If you're <laughs> watching this on YouTube,
2: Krueger and
3: you can actually turn us off and look that up on YouTube too. Yeah, See, I didn't know that until first. they told me that earlier.
2: Yeah, that okay. is on. I actually
0: pulled out the VHS and watched it. We fucking it.
3: talked about it like Did three we? weeks ago. It was literally oh, a whole. But thing. you also remember,
0: I have no memory when it comes to uh, you know There's things that matter in the real world.
3: about watching it on the YouTube. I didn't. I watched it in my VHS. Uh, we had to talk about it. Okay, now <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs>
1: It's okay. He won't remember.
3: Later. Yeah. See, because I was I'm like, the old guy. I was like, hey, you can just type in convention shit on YouTube and it shows videos, and you're like, yeah, Yo, what a won't Gory weekend is a hard You actually told me that. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> These are the things it's that make fun. this
0: great because I don't remember everything. So yeah. uh, every episode's say, a whole new show. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god,
3: <laughs> it's like it's like fucking Rick like James. A fish. <laughs> yeah, Rick... <laughs> so as
2: far as this convention goes, um, it's hard to find a guest list. Um, it's, it's gonna, right here
3: on the cover. He's gonna hit me with the VHS. It's Freddy Krueger. There's a poorly drawn Elvira. There's a little troll guy, Troll Two. There's a dude it's, you like. It's Turok from the front, first. Turok. One. Turok, Turok not, the troll. Not the dinosaur hunter. Yeah, it's the dinosaur. dinosaur hunter. Yeah, some, man. Oh yeah, it's right here. It says Robert England, star of Freddy Krueger, star as Freddy Krueger in Nightmare on Elm Street. Not star. Okay, you did Rick Baker, Toby Hooper. That's it. 3 well, people.
2: Also, I, I believe on that on on that VHS it's several different conventions. Is it? It's not all the it's same No, 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 that is yeah. the uh, that
0: is only one convention. I, oh, remember. I,
2: thought, I thought I thought that was several. No, it was a big deal. They, yeah.
0: They had they had a little film company come in and record the entire event. And it was a weekend, so I've never in my like life
3: have been to a convention and been like, "Man, I want to go home and fucking watch this." <laughs> well, that's funny cuz I've got a Wonderfest
0: 99 up there
2: on VHS that I recorded. <laughs> I bet Steve would like to have some of those from the mid 2000s of... so you can remember what happened. Fuck
3: off! Bro. <laughs> well, I can tell him. Yeah, or you can look at pictures of me because every time I met a celeb and gave him the camera, oh no. it's a fucking blurry picture. I knew you were going to say that. It's just like I've paid twenty dollars for Sasquatch pictures over and over again. <laughs> and Sasquatch is. Pretty oh, he's awesome. not lying. He's not yeah. lying. Yeah. Fucking Roger Corman's never going to do another show in his whole life, which is very limited now. Yeah. Anyway. At the one show I'm meeting him, I'm like, here, take the picture. And my, I got like triple eyes because I guess he's got a fucking Jay Fox hand or whatever the fuck <laughs> I've got drunken fingers. <laughs> just, I'm so mad. It's like my one picture with him. And then I had the other. It's a Gore Club thing because Jake, the Gore Club founder, yeah. he's got my Romero picture. And that looks like shit. It's fucking blurry. Or it's like dudes that were born in like the 1950s can't take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, that's not true. time I gave
0: a uh, camera to my ex-girlfriend and she was young. Okay, damn it. Hell, I was in my 30s. And uh, it was Corey Haim. Corey uh, Haim and fucking it looked like shit. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, it's about, oh they'll be back. Like, don't worry, young people's Oops, uh, right. Damn it. Yeah. Well, now
3: it's different because now you take the picture on your fucking cell phone and then you look at it and you're like, oh, that's not good. But back then it was like you're trying to hurt digital. Yeah. And then yeah. like you guys were always the ones that if you hand it you guys some kind of technology You're like,
4: what
1: is this? <laughs> you're like oh, <laughs> And now, they please. used to be hardcore about it too because they'd be yeah. like you would get like one shot. One now shot. they know it's such a. They're just yeah. like take six of them. Just, yeah. like, of them, just yeah. keep hold it down. It's if fine. Yeah. you are not right? paying if you're paying for them. Yeah, they don't care. They take as many.
2: Well, if you're paying for them, sometimes like I met Billy Boyd. <laughs> and he took, he took like, seriously, like 40 pictures with my phone. Just selfies. It's like See, a story. Yeah, that's awesome. He's I mean, like just that. like, fuck it, you're paying for it. Let's that's get
3: a lot of be, selfies. Yeah. That's probably he's trying to add to his quota for the weekend. He's probably like, I took 42 pictures that weekend.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Pay me.
3: Pay me. <laughs> Ones with
1: the one it's dude. Per shot. <laughs> oh,
2: but that, that that's about when we get to the conventions that, that, that we sort of know. Because conventions, you know, in the 70s. In the 60s were going to be different. And then when you get into the 80s, you get things like, you know, uh, Dragon Con, which is in a horror convention, oh, God, but that's,
3: yeah. a, that's a huge... It's an everything convention. It's an everything though. convention. Yeah, it's really a nerd. Nerd. Now
2: it's evolved, because yeah. it didn't used to be an everything. It was Dragon Con was like, you know, board games and yeah, you know, the, D&D the stuff. The nerd stuff. I love yeah. gaming yeah, so. Cons, and
3: there's not that many left, like, well, strictly... A, I mean, they take up, like, four hotels, though. It's, yeah. And it, their guest list is always insane, like, A-listers and shit. But I don't never seen a dragon there not once <laughs>
1: I feel like they've even gotten away from the guests at this point because yeah. they don't it's just, matter yeah. because it's like they're there for the experience You feel like with Game of Thrones that, you yeah, would yeah, it's, it's one almost
3: one like dragon. a party <laughs>
1: But yeah, I think they don't even care about the guests these last yeah. well, few can... years because it's just it's it's such a it isn't an, it's an atmosphere It's a party
3: like and how do you even keep up with the guests too? Because it's like they get like two or three hundred people like when you look at the guest list It's just everybody in alphabetical order. Not everybody even gets a picture with Dragon no. Con. It's too many fucking people
2: You have to go into their IMDB page and be like oh Oh, yeah, that guy. Did Dragon Con come before
1: <laughs> Wizard World? Their banner says that guy.
2: I don't know, it's a good question. Uh, Wizard World, uh, I'll have to come back to I that. Like I feel like Wizard World's been Wizard pissing World. me for a real long time. I think time. Wizard World was before <laughs> Dragon I've never Kong. been to a Wizard World. I haven't really? had a
0: chance. Uh, no, man. It, either, it's a no wizards. Fucking zero. They're just fucking with the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, No, I, I started going to conventions in, I think it was 96, 97.
2: That's probably Wonderfest, um,
0: right? No, it wasn't. It I was a think. it was a um, convention. Pro, a promoter called the slanted Fedora. do you remember that nah. Brian Whoop. what was his name again no no that was just the name of the, the slan- company oh yeah the slanted fedora what type were they doing was they, they were, were it was a sci-fi like, horror sci-fi? yeah okay. it was a small convention right next to the hotel uh, hotel next to the airport um, what was some of your else first ones
1: Wonderfest. Mine was wonderful. I don't think I even, when I'm thinking back, I'm what like, year? even when well, I might be on that video, <laughs> Actually, I was thinking <laughs> I was looking at the list earlier and trying to go, by guess. I was like, I was definitely there for that. I was like, so I think 99 was about getting the first time I went there. It was the same for me. Yeah. And okay. I was, I was trying to, I was trying to think back and I was like, I don't remember anything before that really. Like yeah. even thinking about conventions or hearing about conventions in other cities. Like I really like the first time somebody told me about what Wonderfest was, kind of blew my mind i was like wait it's it's here like right there's there's people you can yeah. buy stuff okay and like i just kind of went there and wandered it was like what what is this oh <laughs> like, it, was fucking amazing. it was yeah it was just such a new you experience was,
3: mine was also wonderfest like 2001 same thing it's like sensory overload when it's your especially when you're a teenager walking yeah. into that because you know wonderfest is mostly those models and shit like that and I can't. I'm not artsy, zero percent artsy. But anytime I go to Wonderpress, about an hour into it, I'm like, I could fucking do that. <laughs> and I come home with all these model kits and shit, and paint and all this bullshit, and just sets <laughs> in a fucking closet. I've done that every two years for like 20 years now. But other than that, like I never had the need to meet celebrities. That wasn't anything that was ever on my mind of going to a show and meeting people. But I hung around a bunch of stoners that were way older than me, and they drove me to Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash. I don't know if it's the grand opening or the grand reopening. At oh, the, time the real one yeah the real one holy shit so i rode with those dudes and i was fairly young not even old enough to drive at this point point. and they had kevin smith uh people from like the clerks movies and shit dude that played randall dante Fucking Brian O'Hareland. I don't know why his name slipped yeah. fucking mine and Jeff Anderson, but then they had Ben Affleck and Jason Lee there too, which was really cool. So like teenage me is like, oh all these guys, fuck yeah, and then people there were talking about comic conventions and shit. Oh like yeah, that. If you're a nerd, it's mall rat It's just herd of nerds, and even then, like I remember standing outside there, and I'm like, why the fuck do people do this? This sucks. So they're out there for like two and a half hours to just get in. Oh, and then when I got shit. in, I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. Like starstruck, fucking weird teenager. Right now I'm a cynical prick, but back then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was excited. Now if I walked in there, I'm like fucking two and a half hours, two and a half hours, oh, hours funny man. that
0: Well, Focus. we just we would find a way in, anyways.
3: Oh yeah, I would I would cut in. And like if I would have knew what I know now, I'd be like I'm walking in. I'm wow. like I- I'm security. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I've done at every show. Sorry, anybody that <laughs> runs a convention that's listening to me, they're like that motherfucker.
0: That motherfucker. Day.
2: What was yours? <laughs> Oh, it was it was wonderful. Was it what so, year was that? 90, about the, ninety nine? Yeah, ninety nine. Okay. We wandered um, past
1: each other. Yeah, probably time. more oh. likely.
2: The thing I remember most is Bob Burns, man. Bob Burns, like his his uh just his talk every Saturday the Saturday night talk, yeah. he would just bring some random artifact, some lost movie prop, and be like, hey, this was in Alien or this was in uh and if anybody doesn't know who Bob Burns is. I was Burns, gonna say, yeah, is, like, tell us uh, not everybody knows that. Please but. look him up. Bob Burns, uh what you, he was in, he was uh, he was an actor in the
0: f- '60s. Well, in the '50s, 60, yeah, and in the '50s, he, he helped do special effects with Paul Blaisdell. Yes, um, one of my favorite movies, uh, Invasion of the Saucer Man. He's and, actually uh, his assistant on that film,
2: and uh, he was in the the real Ghostbusters in the ape suit. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, so that's, if that's you, a, he's a gorilla man. Ghostbusters, it's a big deal. Story. Um, but anyways, he's been he's a guy that's just been around. The, you know, studios for for years, and he would always have like cool artifacts. He would bring stuff with him because when what was it? Alien. And he's an archivist. Yeah, I mean, he's
0: like my generations, <clears throat> our generations, like uh, Force J Ackerman. Yeah, he. he I would, could actually talk well, to him. And,
1: and it's well, the weird part with him is like now everything is everything is such a collectible thing. They were just throwing away these sets and, and like <laughs> all these things that he would be like. Oh yeah! Can I have that? that. Like that's why his house became the museum it is because they were just throwing stuff out behind the studio, and and that's where he got a lot of the alien stuff. stuff Because every every
2: Halloween he would do uh, production like for For Halloween for for the people in his neighborhood, and one year it was aliens, or it was Alien, um, and he got a lot of the stuff for it. And then Aliens came out, and he took a lot of that stuff too. And they actually had to go back to him for. Alien Resurrection for the, the queen for the for the Queen head yeah. because he had it and he would come and he'd bring all these like actual movie props and uh, I can't remember what year it was it was around the time when Peter Jackson's uh, King Kong came out he had found the original armature used in the 30s King Kong movie and he had brought the it. Willis O'Brien one. Yeah yeah. yeah yeah and he brought it with him and it was like it was like the most amazing thing he's like you want to hold it
3: yeah we all got our <laughs> picture taken yeah. with that thing it's heavy you lost me at Alien Resurrection <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: I can't. I don't believe anybody gave a fuck about that movie to go get that head. They they would put like a fucking piece of plastic on a popsicle stick for that fucking well, movie. Think about how much money, they, <laughs> how much money they
0: saved by him having like, oh, I've got the head. He didn't have the body. That's true. Yeah, and it, fucking, they save so much money, and then they. That's why if you see that movie, he they only show the head
3: what of the queen. Did? They just threw the body in a dumpster. What about that garbage story? Yeah, yeah, people like quit their jobs because they find shit like that. Like, I would this. hope somewhere there's a garbage
1: man that's just retired off oh, of in Hollywood, like, early I, oh. days of eBay. He yeah. just started putting stuff on there.
0: The thing, like Dave just yeah. mentioned, like they just threw things away. They yeah. just tore down sets. You know, they struck the sets. They didn't have time for them. They didn't have uh, studios. Didn't give a fuck about the extra no. film. No, at yeah. The yeah. Oh, you know, it doesn't matter. That's why it was such a big deal to find film vaults with like pieces of a movie that we all love, yeah. whatever movie it is. But that, that's the thing about uh, Bob Burns, Forest Ackerman. And they just held on to every little thing they could. Every little magazine, every comic book, every astonishing tales thing they ever got a hold of. They, they collected that stuff and made their own museums. That's what nerds do now, but they were doing it in yeah. the fucking 60s. And that's the, thing, that's the great thing about Bob Burns. And it's, it's fantastic that we were able to meet him. And he would bring his things all the way from California here to Louisville every year at the time. I mean, it seemed like in every fucking year he had something different
1: he became a regular. Yeah, Yeah, he
0: is. is. You see nice. Bob and
2: Kathy just walking down the hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're actually in Peter Jackson's uh, King Kong. Yeah, they, they are. Uh, when uh, Kong is running rampant in the street, look for the in New York. Yeah. In, yeah. in New York, look for the old couple. It's like, uh, oh, the, guy, that's the, guy him. With, the guy with the mustache, walrus mustache. It <laughs> <He laughs> um, looks like Wilfred Brimley. But you know, that was one of our, that, that that's one of our local conventions. And it's not like if for people listening that are just getting into conventions and, last like 10 years it's nothing like you know a horror hound or days of the dead or cinema wasteland it's nothing like that it's a more intimate setting you have like four or five guests uh you know frank Dietz shows up sometimes almost every you know almost, you know, almost every year unless like, he's doing something Nick but shows a lot um but Oof. you know it's not like conventions that they are now but you go what, what's 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 your favorite convention that you've been to? oh it's always been wonderfest
1: WonderFest is just that. like a different category it, for me. Like it's, it's such a different experience. It's
0: a weird thing. Uh, I mean, we've talked about it. I think just yeah. either privately or maybe on this show before. It's a totally different atmosphere from us going into a party atmosphere. WonderFest is just for really nerds who like all the little intricacies of film and fantasy and horror. Yeah, there's no party. It's. I mean, there are, but it's not like the parties you're it's, like uh, that we're talking
1: yeah, about. It's a different. Nobody's getting yeah. naked and
0: getting
3: hurt. It's a whole it's like, guys' like, drinking. Yeah, it's like an <laughs> after work party. I love it though
0: office party um, it's specific it's also still the world's largest uh, sci-fi horror modeling convention models as in you put them together like Derek was talking about like, yeah. like you, know, you glue them together and yeah. file all the pieces yeah. down and then paint them and they have a huge you know uh, contest uh, it's it's like a family and it's it's still my favorite it's it's, it's right. so
1: different it is one of those that I will kind of like talking to people online I will kind of pitch it to them but only the right people like it's rare that I tell people about it but if they're the kind of old school like sci fi horror fan, I'm just like, actually, you might like this.
0: Do you like, like the production designer of yeah, this one movie? He's gonna be there. Like, do you really? want to
1: see a random prop, you know, sitting on a table? That, like, so, you know, is that your
0: favorite, Brian?
1: Yeah, because because everything else, to. like that's the thing. Everything else has become a big blur. Like everything else hmm. is. Similar enough, and and like <laughs> that I go to so many we joke about ones that. over the it's years. With the gray walls, <laughs> yeah. It's like I and half of them end up being in the same hotel, so it's like you can't tell the difference from one to this. But but like Wonderfest is always its own thing. Like it's such a separate, removed experience that yeah. I I I don't know. That's the that's the one that stands out for me.
3: Yeah, not me. <laughs> Derek what's your favorite? No, get get out the party. I, Wonderfest is totally like my one day con like it's the yeah. one that like I've taken so many friends there I don't go to other conventions and everybody has a blast but it's more of like for me like a go to three or four hours and go home yeah I don't think that could be one that I would travel to and stay the whole weekend because I mean I don't know maybe the panels are kick-ass if you're like super into all the special effects and shit like that and the retro like hosts. I said no art skills so after yeah. I see everything and I'm like holy shit that's all amazing take some pictures waste some fucking money on oh, shit I'm never gonna paint my life ready to go. and meet like the one or two celebs there which is cool yeah like they always have like four or five celebs that you see at like the other horror conventions too but every now and then they'll pull one that you don't see anywhere it's the first the time I've ever ones. met
0: uh, George Romero yeah
3: well especially now with oh. the bigger conventions getting away from uh, you know your kind of B movie horror and move it on to like everybody has to be a lister to be a guest at some of these bigger shows so, the ones that were in like fucking the cast of Chud or whatever else, I just like to say Chud <laughs> on the show. But did they, you- they're not getting booked. Well, John Hurd's definitely not getting booked. He's fucking dead, yeah. asshole. But like, <laughs> how dare him? Oh, fuck him. That's a convention <clears throat> story right there. But my favorite is by far C2E2. Nothing touches it. And as much as I bitch about big shows and these, because these horror conventions are trying to be like be those and they have no idea how to be it. So, it's a clusterfuck. <clears throat> C2E2 is like a well oiled fucking machine. 100,000 people show up, like a herd of fucking zombies, all controlled, go in there. Nothing crazy ever happens. The panels are fucking amazing. The guest yeah. list is crazy good. The price isn't crazy high. And you can be there for three fucking days and not see all of it. Which to is a big convention. Every time I've ever went. But they yeah. have, like, horror, pop culture, and for me, fucking pro wrestling. Yeah. And it's the best combination of things. So
0: Yeah, that's definitely... That's something to talk about is that the conventions have gotten so big that they really don't know how to take care of all the guests i don't mean like the celebrities i meant like us as patrons
3: well the it's walking not, dead boom happened
0: Yes, and we discussed that before and just a little bit here and there but it definitely impacted conventions
3: oh no, oh, no, no. fucking God. Like, God. i mean you gotta think like and i don't want to like target any particular convention but most of these were in small like hotels and shit, drawing a couple thousand people. I fuck. We were drinking bourbon with Norman Reedus in a hallway. Yeah. A year before Walking Dead, and nobody gave a fuck about Norman Reedus. Everyone went to fuck the other guy That's from the Dog Saints. Dog Saints God, so yeah. Cared about Norman Reedus. He was the fucking ugly one. Yeah. Like they went the fuck powder. And, uh, but, uh, but then all of a sudden Walking Dead happens and Gross Crossbow Hillbillies the new sexy fucking thing and there's a fucking line of soccer moms pushing their fucking dumb baby I'm going, I've got to meet Norman Reedus, Take a picture of my baby. Like, yeah, no, that's fucking gross. That's I, how COVID started, I probably. Had, yeah, okay. Oh my god. I, I had
1: that same experience though, because <laughs> we were at that was when we were still like, now nah, I don't even bother with tables or anything. That was one of those, like those couple of years we had like a table set up and we were just Yeah, like, we here's actually we have been flyer. across from each yeah, other. I, Gore I, club and Moon Meltdown. The second half of these was one of the one that I was next to you. Yeah. The first year though, we were like right the next, you know, room over from where the the whole uh, Norman well the again, what's the movie the uh Mim- Mimic uh, oh, Boondock Saints Boondock Saints oh, okay there we go. When, when, when they were still uh, Banking yeah, we naming on Naming them off man When they were still Banking on Boondock Saints so they were just like Oh yeah you can get Both of their pictures oh, and, like, like, All on a table all the, yeah, all the girls were over there Like Sean Patrick Flannery Blah yeah. blah whatever. And
2: that dude Rocco
1: And, and like uh, oh, Rocco God. was
0: an <laughs> awesome person When I was drunk dude
1: But like nobody cared Like they still <laughs> had It was like a couple of girls Hanging around him And like Norma Reedus Sitting by himself And then like nobody cared Then And that was like The first year I think Walking Dead premiered and he was, yep. it was already, I knew what it was, but nobody cared yet. A year later, like the, the line was out the building sure, for Norman Reedus. And like the, the thing that we made fun of when I was sitting next to you, we sat there the whole weekend making fun of the fact that like, we'd be, cause we were on the, in that hallway on the way to the bathrooms. Yeah, of course. And every, you know, hour or two, here'd come Sean Patrick Flannery and he'd just come walking by and go take a pee. <laughs> Norman Reedus had to have a bathroom buddy. He couldn't go by himself because yeah. somebody was going to tackle him. Like some teenage flipped. girl was going to be all over him. So like over he'd now. have at least one dude with him walking to go pee. Every time. And I'm like, oh, look at poor Norman. He's got to take yeah. a friend with Should've him. Should have brought pee. his
3: crossbow. <laughs> It changed. It just drop some kids. Don't
1: leave yeah. me alone. And
0: that's definitely on the list on the board of there is the evolution, either good or bad, of the conventions cool. over the years. But uh, that we, one
2: really yeah. killed it. We well, we talked or, about we talked about Wonderfest this, a little bit, but like other horror conventions before this change, they were they were they were they were more they were they were bigger than like Wonderfest, obviously, but they were more geared, as you were saying, toward. The yep. lower budget, the B movie stuff, like you know, Friday. People Night. went for the film festival. E- exactly, you go for like Friday Night Film Festival, Here. even though I don't like to bring them up uh, because they're awful people. And uh, but they were, <laughs> <Yeah>. they, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was re- it, it started out as a really good thing, and like you know, you get, get the get these film festivals, and you get the celebrities, and they would be walking around, and nobody was like you know, on guard or anything. No, you, you, they would just walk around. You'd see him in the hallway. You could, you could stop and talk to him yeah. and you could get an autograph or not. You could just walk up to the table and talk to him. And it was no problem. you didn't feel like you were being in somebody yet, else's way. You weren't in somebody else's way. Um, and, you know, like I said, a lot of the smaller ones, like Fright Night Film Fest, or even like Horror Hound, when it started, it wasn't a huge convention. Now they were, yeah, really toned down. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was it, the very standard toned Was down.
3: hotel? You take four or five conference, conference rooms in that hotel, and you put fucking people in it. Two of them, two rooms got celebrities, two rooms got vendors, one room shows films.
4: Oh, the, the vendors, vendors. yeah, and that,
3: and that was it. And It was more about like the vendors than the celebrities, too, because you know celebrities only charging twenty bucks. So people actually had money left over. It's like the golden age, to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Other stuff. The world. The vendors are gonna make money now. It's you know, if you want to go to a show as just a fan, you're somebody who just casually does this shit once or twice a year. You're probably gonna drop four or five hundred bucks on celebs. And that's If you meet 10 celebs That's four or $500 Easily I,
1: I see people Walking around those now And I'm just like They will have stacks Of pictures and posters yeah, and I'm just so. like How do you afford this? Oh and like, the VIP package I I can, On top of to all of that I'm lucky to get Like one thing Signed all weekend I've got a couple like, Posters
2: that are geez, signed That if I had to get Them signed now It'd fucking yeah. bankrupt me
3: Yeah I have a Return to Living Dead Like a smaller poster Signed by like 10 of the cast members I think I spent Maybe 80 bucks on it At the time Because I got a few Freebies oh, out of that And that's all that awesome. And now I'm yeah. thinking about it now is like if they do that fucking reunion now <laughs> that's easily 300 bucks easily and it's oh. for a bunch of people that aren't doing shit fucking they, half of them go by fucking crack with it <laughs> Miguel oh, Nunes oh no, god I was hoping you were gonna say that but <laughs> I, mean, I I, I, I use ju- call out city
0: I don't care <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> I like it's Miguel I don't I have any that. I don't have any negative stories about Miguel I actually yeah. have nothing but tainted burrito <laughs> woo and uh Friday five. but uh let's talk about that uh when let's guests no let's talk <laughs> about when like what we talk about it, guests we uh yeah. when the guests never at one point they never they didn't charge yeah. I guess all of their uh their expenses were paid through <laughs> ticket sales or whatever but uh there was the longest time I didn't pay for uh, a, a an autograph or a photo or anything Yeah, it was yeah. awesome the uh-huh. first person that ever charged me I think I've said this before on the podcast was Kevin McCarthy from invasion of the body snatchers the original and it was 13 dollars, which is a really weird number i guess he was adding tax and uh, i walked away from the table laughing and then his handler had to chase me down i was like oh oh really i guess hopefully there's an atm outside because i didn't actually bring any money
1: i'm trying to think was he charging for the photos like eight by tens too
0: um i just got my poster signed and that's
1: the thing i have one of those small
0: story i might have
1: given him some money i don't
0: but he said it so dryly. I was well, like,
1: ah, cool, man. When, and I walked away. When we were there. down there and you, you mentioned the poster, I was like, ah, he was just such a grumpy old bastard. <laughs> like, oh, see, I didn't, I don't, I, I had some but, cool stuff. Well, stories. I mean, I only had, I didn't, I didn't spend any time with like most of your interactions with people at these tables. Like you're up there for two and a half minutes sometimes. And you're just like, hey, I liked you in that one thing. Sign this. Unless you're a dickhead. Oh, yeah, which is worse. So, I mean, I don't want to be in. You know, I don't want to impose on them. So usually it's just like, hey, OK, this one here. Sign this. OK, thanks. Bye. You know, I, especially back then. I didn't even interact half the time because I don't know. What do you say to them in a minute and a half? You know, you're the greatest thing ever. And you're certainly not saying that to Kevin. Cause I'll tell anybody that. A great, like, <laughs> That's Derek's what I'm like, saying. Like, whatever, it's what the some tire. Say? Yeah. Like, so, Fuck it. Yeah, but he, was, he just seemed so miserable. <laughs> and that was like one of the first times of like, oh, well, this movie star's not happy at all. <laughs> yeah, and he's making me pay. <laughs> and then later, I started seeing a lot more of that over the years. But yeah, that was the first time I was oh. like, oh, look at this poor old grumpy dude. He's just... He's just here because he has to be i guess i don't know it's a
2: way to make ends meet and more so now because if you look at a convention's website they usually have the prices posted now yeah. and that's how you know yeah. it's gotten gotten out of control because if they have to if you have to budget well, and figure it out because like there are several well, they have to make their guarantee now <laughs> <clears throat> their yeah. guarantees are higher are higher
3: higher. and the other thing is anytime they post like any type of guest list like as soon as there's like two guests there Everybody hops on and I want Rob Zombie because fucking idiots. (laughs) But but then on top of that, they're like, well, are you going to post the prices? This other show posts the prices. They're almost forced to do that, mm-hmm. and it's a guessing game for one of them because they don't fucking know half the time. They're like, "Well, the last show they charged forty bucks, so maybe they'll charge 40 Oh, I didn't think or about that. Or maybe they were charging forty bucks, and they looked at some dickhead that was in a movie for five <laughs> seconds, was charging fifty, and they're like, "I'm fucking charging fifty at this show."
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. it comes, it becomes a status thing. Yeah. If, if some guy does cameos, do it, yeah. well, you not everybody.
0: always charged ten bucks. He didn't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, you yeah he's old
3: though. He give a fuck. But even if he wasn't, he's just a
0: great person. He was old yeah. school, yeah. And he didn't his handler wasn't like his manager, you could tell. It wasn't like that person's like, Give me give me your money. Like you know what I'm talking about. The handler that you can tell is the business person. Yeah. Or the agent sometimes comes Well, there's
3: with a him. lot of those. It's uh, such a bummer. It kind of like, ruins the experience. You see it really bad at wrestling shows. Wrestling shows either have you have the combination of two things. You have a fanager. Which they're fine. (laughs) I've actually done that, but the whole time they're kissing ass, and it's like fucking annoying. Because anytime you get something signed, they start talking to you about the person that's right there, and it's fucking weird. I'm like, this is weird. I don't want to talk to you about this guy. I'm here to talk to that guy. You should talk to that guy and get my fucking picture. I don't (laughs) care what knowledge you have or that you have. His fucking wardrobe in your house. You fucking weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) That's the shit they always talk. Wrestling fans always want to talk about. They bought some manatees or whatever the fuck they bought. What the? And then, but then the other hand, you have the really business dudes and they're carnies especially if they're working wrestling shows right? they're fucking carnies and they're gonna get you for everything you have you'll get an autograph and they'll be like well we also have this toy that's oh I yeah have. <laughs> I
1: have add on sales. Yeah. sales
3: well they'll go buy like 50 of those fucking pop vinyls that I hate so much for 5 bucks a pop sign them like $55 I'm like his autograph's 20 that's $5 how's that $55 yeah. cause Yeah, you're fucking me that's why
0: or the different prices for what you're going to get signed as a weird thing. So that's sports, and that's what I
3: was going to get to. Sports conventions are taken from sports more now. If you oh, see is it? Because yeah. sports conventions Fuck. have always been. Sign. You, if you look at, it's like a fucking Denny's menu when you go to a table. It's if you want to autograph, <laughs> covered in shit. They have autographs on eight by ten prices, right? Autographs on basketball prices. Whatever the item is, there's different prices for each one then there's like okay you can either get their name for this much or if you want me to write three words on top of that it's this much oh or if you want me to write this quote it's this much also I can't say these things because Nike will sue me <laughs> it's like it's all like like Bo Jackson for instance he can't write Bo knows on anything
4: <laughs> what So like fuck? everybody and he, mark, and oh everybody, I,
3: and he will not sign tech mobile Motherfucker.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: that I used to love that game, by the way. That's the only thing I wanted signed by him. Then I found out he won't sign Technical Ball. I said, Bo, don't know shit. This is bullshit. <laughs> Was that when he's in the Raiders? Yeah. And, and he's got um, a, there's that iconic picture of him where he's like a, in the football gear, but he's holding the baseball bat like behind him. It's like this big like Nike ad, I think.
4: Yeah, they have posters and everything. He yeah. can't yeah. sign
3: them. <laughs> People bring him to shows and he's just like, can't do it. I, it's wow. probably some kind of lawsuit shit, but he can't do it. So, Hark images are becoming that because I've started to see that at C2E2 this year. I saw it. Where like certain comic book creators, damn oh, no. Rob Layfield, uh, will put like this. He has a menu, literally like a he menu. He won't sign of shit.
0: like Savage traffic number well, seven or some bullshit. He'll
3: sign it, but he charges certain amounts to sign certain things. Oh, he knows well, on, how like, much that's issue numbers or whatever. It's not worth shit. Put your fucking shitty signature on my comic book. You fucking you ruined, ruined it, it yeah. Rob Layfield. You non-leg drawing <laughs> motherfucker. That's so weird. But.
2: You can draw bodies. Well, yeah, I remember Jane Simmons was like,
0: if you want me to sign a guitar, it's 500. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, first off, they fuck they all you, Jane. That. So yeah. I was that's the, what I meant, like the evolution mm-hmm. of, uh, of the. I was at the first pricing. show that happened at.
3: So Spooky Empire 2010 was Ace Freely's first show. Uh, at least that I'm aware of, and that's what it was promoted as. I was at that show because I was vending with Neil and Rustin. Uh, no, actually, I was at that show. That's where I met Neil. Sorry. This is the 10 year anniversary of that. Yay! <laughs> But John, <laughs> but Robert England was there and John Carpenter was there. And that's what I was excited. Oh, and my, my Dream God. Wars amazing. And my Halloween person. They were about 40 bucks at this time, by the way. And this is only 10 years ago. I walk in and I'm like, hey, where's Carpenter? And then they're like, oh, he's, they're in that room. And I look in the room. It's empty. And I'm like, what the fuck? I literally walked right up to Robert England, got an autograph and then walked right over to John Carpenter and got an autograph. I walk out and there's this line wrapped around the whole fucking place for Ace Freely. And then people were losing their minds because if you had a guitar with you. That price didn't matter anymore. I think he was signing for like 50 bucks. But if you brought the guitar up, he's like 500. Is was either three or yeah, five hundred? I, I mean, heard that. And that show, people were losing their shit. Now it's more normal. Everybody knows that. Yeah. But that one, I thought they were going to riot. I thought a bunch of fucking 50-year-olds in face paint were going to lose their minds.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, my, not mom, my mom's basement was going to look fucking cool.
0: <laughs> shit, they're going to sell that shit on eBay.
3: Kiss fans are mad at me. Now, Trekkies and Kiss fans are about to kick my ass. <laughs> fuck them both, It's right? okay, I mean, We got fuck you. Them, fuck we them got both. your bag. <laughs> I called out somebody else like two episodes ago. They're all going to get together and just beat my ass. That's fine.
1: Oh, man. The best, I won't sign something lately. and This was just like maybe two years ago. There was a sign up front. I won't even go into the person yet. Sign up front said, won't sign any hats or gun parts. Now, do you want to play the game of who the hell was (laughs) it? Fuck.
3: (laughs) Hats or gun parts. Judge Reinhold. Wolford (laughs) Bremley.
1: Oddly enough, Val
3: Kilmer. Fuck. Specifically,
1: I mean... You don't think about it, but there's a huge Tombstone fan base. Oh. So how many people come up with, I don't, again, like, he didn't only really have a rifle, so what, are you going to sign a tiny little back side of your pistol he has like, to sign uh, the,
3: he has to sign the top of the guy yeah
1: i was just like what are people toting oh gun parts in here? Oh, dad yeah dad joke top
3: gun dad yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: the big 10 gallon hat i can see that maybe but yeah. i guess that rubbed him the wrong well, way too because he wouldn't
2: that, that brings up a that's good true. point because somebody probably brought a gun to oh, the yeah. dimension. mentioned and well Jason, i'm sure that's why anymore. they had that rule
4: <laughs> <Not> <laughs> so yeah, up yeah with a gun. The,
2: but it used to be i remember when when the walking dead started taking off Everybody everybody was going to meet more norman how many jackasses did you see with loaded mm-hmm. crossbows? crossbows. It was, I was at Horror Hound when he was there, and I was walking behind somebody, and their crossbow was loaded with a bolt. And <laughs> I was like, I was like, hey, jackass. Dumb. You know you're going to fucking kill somebody. <laughs> well,
3: yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing with Kane Nobody Hodder. Nobody drinks at conventions, man. People Never. were bringing mach- machetes for Kane Hodder, and he used to be oh, yeah, the gimmick man. where he would put the blade up to you, but then that one fuck face got cut, so <laughs> he can't do it anymore. They're going to sue the shit out of him for that. <laughs> Man, why would? Okay, that's a because ma- people that's... ask for those things, and then they, when something bad happens, they think lawsuit. It's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, "I'm going to get this guy for his forty dollars." just
1: say, that's not uh, the rich person you want to hit or, up for money. Uh, <laughs> like...
3: but there are some petty ones, like Linda Blair, who, who's that chick? The other chick that always signs at conventions <laughs> from Exorcist, Elaine Dietz? Yeah, stunt? Oh, yeah, yeah she of, did all the uh, the stunt, stunt uh, yeah. So, if you have an Exorcist poster and she signs it first, Linda Blair won't sign it. <laughs>
0: That is petty. That's kind that of petty.
3: Fuck. That was happening last year. What a if lot, you tell her you
0: love puppies? Well, for the longest time she never got any any recognition <laughs> for that role. So when she finally came out and she was yeah. like, Look, I did this, this, yeah. this, this, and this, which you fucking should be able to mm-hmm. do that. Linda got pissed off. Yeah, she won't sign. Um we Derek and I were at a convention and uh and I remember the we we actually witnessed some really fucked up shit that she had been doing because we were talking to Michael Bean. And her table is right next to her. And I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah." Michael Bean
3: was like, yeah, it's been like that all day. She's in the, Yeah, <laughs> nice. she's an asshole. And speaking of Michael Bean, for people that go to conventions, they don't want your fucking presence. They don't want you to send them pictures. <laughs> of the story? I don't know which one. It was one of you that got it, right? It was me. I still it have you. it. <laughs> okay, so we're walking through this fucking convention, and we talked to Michael Bean for a minute. And he's like, look at this picture. I mean, it's like a picture of Michael Bean from Tombstone, right? Derek
0: is getting ready to go up to buy yeah. an autograph. Yeah. This is an awful story, but.
3: Go ahead. So he ends up just talking to us and being really cool to us. But he's like, hey, his fan just gave me this look at it. And I think he's trying to show me his cool it piece of art. Out. It's this like really good, well-drawn picture of Michael Bean from Tombstone. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking great. And he's like, you want it? Like what? And he fucking signs it and gives it to Steve. And Derek was so I, mad. I, I, I was just like, okay. Like that was weird. But he just, like this dude spent all his time on it. Probably I felt was like, bad. Michael to love it. Yeah, you felt so bad you fucking took it. Fucking yeah, I did.
0: But I, mean, I felt as an artist and I've done that. Yeah. I've done my, I've done like portraits of people I I or whatever the fuck but wow can you imagine that poor kid
3: yeah i mean what do you, I, mean, but I mean in reality know. what did he think he was know. gonna do i'm gonna hang up a picture of myself over my fireplace some that some little fucking do. billy drew
0: me i've seen i've seen celebrities be like oh it's so great they'll take an instagram picture but michael yeah was do it literally creeped out he was like man they take and it was like picture. a secret he looked around and said check this out it's fucking it's weird and he starts yeah it's what I, he did i've had he even signed it for me
1: i've seen people show up with like some really bad <laughs> <laughs> not to be a dick if it's a child i can just like yeah but i mean they're trying like more power to them you're an artist you're 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 working on it but like they're not there yet but they're they're already at the point of like ah look i did this thing for you and like they show and one of them was like badly pieced together like computer art it was like really bad and they were just like maybe it was 8-bit man man. 8-bit jason it wasn't that retro (laughs) but yeah they and then they after they left they were at least nice enough to wait till they left but then they were just like oh my god what the hell am i gonna do with this and i'm like
3: i don't know what to tell you i wouldn't take it i'd throw in the fucking
1: trash yeah they ended up leaving it there i was just like i don't know
3: because people are fucking (laughs) weird too though so if you're too nice to them like, if I took the picture and was like, oh, this is great, and we take a picture and I fucking tag you on Instagram or whatever, you're in my fucking DMs the next day, like, we're best fucking oh, friends. Oh, that does happen. And I've heard I've heard wrestlers I've talk about that, that shit before. They say that they react, like, the way they thought they should to a situation, like, multiple times, because some of these fans just show up at everything. And then all of a sudden, these people in their DMs getting mad when you don't reply to them. Like, oh, I thought we were friends Yeah, you now. got
0: stalker now.
3: And I'm like, that's nah, fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, because it is, I mean, this whole thing's a little loony. When you think of conventions... Just a bunch of fucking weirdos wanting to meet people that we saw on fucking TV that you probably masturbated to. Yeah, and then buy shirts of those people that we masturbated to. Absolutely, yeah. Is that weird? And probably clean up the masturbation with those shirts. The opportunity to to meet somebody you know
0: either idolize but fucking jerk off to is very strange. So we're gonna talk about Pam Greer now.
2: Oh yeah, we've (laughs) all met Pam Greer, haven't we? So
3: let's let's go. We've all met
2: Pam Greer because she's fucking amazing.
3: She's pretty awesome. Since this motherfucker wants to target me uh so oh, i the, felt the
2: same way it's okay
3: i was in a relationship at this time but uh fruza bulk i'm probably saying her name wrong from the craft, yeah, That's perfect natasha natasha Henstridge and uh some other chick i can't even think of her right now we're all at this show and every single one of them i let my girlfriend get in the picture with me because i didn't really care that much because <sighs> i knew nothing was gonna happen but there is fucking pam greer and i'm like i'm talking to fucking pam greer and you can't be around and And I was just like I'm sorry like I'm gonna go talk to Pam. I'm like you're gonna go fucking talk to fucking Twiggy or something when I'm not around so let me go talk to Pam Greer good point and uh so yeah, it was fun. She was really cool. She put up my bullshit. Anytime somebody puts up my bullshit, I'm like, I can appreciate you. She was an amazing movie. She's like, which, she's like, which picture you want? And I'm like, I want the one with like the less clothes. And I got really cool <laughs> <laughs> one. From what with arena or yeah, yeah, whatever? It was was like it, it's the model when she did like that Indian gimmick and shit. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: It's oh fucking god, awesome. I'm surprised you weren't like, she's I want so the scene from
2: Coffee in. at exactly 30 minutes <laughs> and 45 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> uh, That was really
0: precise to my Baby
2: soundtrack because she did a film. With uh, Louisville, since we're here in
0: Louisville, uh, our uh, our grindhouse King William Girdler did a film with her, and I got her to talk about him for a minute and sign my soundtrack to Sheba Baby. So that was that was it. I was like, Pfft. no, I just she,
3: screamed on my own face. <laughs> she's awesome. I mean, you know me. I have no game, so I'm not the type of dude that's gonna be like, I'm not gonna be like, hey, baby. I just like to make jokes and shit. I'm like, I know you're gonna be offended if you're around me right now because I'm gonna be way too excited for this human. I'm like she's fucking 40 years older to me. You shouldn't give a shit, but this is like my little kid dream. And my little kids greens <laughs> have been crushed at conventions many times because yeah. there have been, but she looks at times where the women say I was still hot right now. Like, well, there's been two times where the women that I had crushes on in the eighties actually tried to hit on me and get with me. And I was like, we were at a pool party yeah. where I was like, oh, oh my shit. God, I was trying to close she my eyes. I was like, like if physically, I, if I just close my eyes and you could just be, drunk. it could be 1989 right now. This would be so good, but I can't do it. <laughs> and I was so mad. I just left her there for fucking pizza. <laughs> Priorities. It was was so funny and awkward. Well, so the the first night it was so funny because I I got this poster of this chick like this movie she's in, and she's like, I like your hair because at the time I had stupid fucking hair like red and shit in it like an idiot like Rufio. (laughs) Rufio. So I ignore it and then I come back around because she's like literally like three doors down from my room and she's like, you're just gonna ignore me? Do you know who I am? I'm like, I don't (laughs) know who the fuck you are. I'm drunk, whatever. She's like. Now, look, and I'm like, oh, shit, I don't want to say her name and be an asshole. But anyway, uh, I go back to her room because I'm like, you're offering me shots and food. That sounds awesome. And we go in the room and she's drunk as fuck. And she like jumps on this pizza that's on her bed, like sets on it. She's like, oopsie, forgot about that. And I'm sitting down next to her and she starts talking about like all these horror movies she's gonna make. All these she's gonna make this movie called The Glass Treehouse. So she's listening, she's like, Fuck, he's talking about me. And then I'm like, I'm trying to listen to her, and she's like, You're an actor, aren't you? And I'm like, Well, kind of, but I'm pretty sure you think I'm someone else. And,
0: <laughs> like and, you do.
3: And out of nowhere, she licks my neck. And I'm like, I gotta go. And then I leave the room and I get yelled at by my friends because they're like, you should have did it. And I'm like, I can't. I'm a man with priorities and morals. I didn't say it like that, That's really. not, yeah. I was just like, I can't do it. She's fucking ugly now. but it's, it's, <laughs> That's the fucking truth right there. <laughs> but then we go, so the next day we go to the pool party, and then, <laughs> now she brings another lady from the 80s that I was up, obsessed with and tries to get me in like a three-way with them. <laughs> and I say no, and they both get really mad about it. Uh, and then he gets punched. She hits me. And, and I'm You sorry. were
1: asking for it for some reason. And uh, I'm like,
3: little kid me would... Fuck me up right now for saying no to all this, but uh-huh. I could not like. It was the worst. So Foxy Brown was like my moment of just being like, so. Pam fucking
0: Greer, baby. But
3: because I've had some creepy ones that really let down my childhood. Because I'm like, man, I get it. Aging's a thing, and I don't want to bash anybody for time. But some people do things on top of time. that I found.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just
3: say no, kids. Yeah, say no. Say <laughs> no to the drugs. Oh yeah, it's the drugs and
0: the sun and the and the booze and the Ooh, drugs. The, sun <laughs> for the <sure>.
1: lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of sun. <laughs> Lots of
3: sun. Oh, well, Dave. moving on from oh. that, what's your Pam Girl story? Yeah,
2: Dave. Oh, I mean I I wasn't like was, that you were in line behind me. <laughs> Oh Wait yeah, to, yeah. Because you came up and you're like Pam Greer, and I'm like yeah, and you're like I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like I was like I was like I can't think about this this other stuff right now. Just Pam Greer, and you're like yeah, and, and that's that's pretty much the whole <laughs> yeah. conversation I got up to her. And she was wearing oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
4: she was wearing <laughs> like a
2: like a Transformers, Transformers shirt. shirt, yeah. And I was just like. I love you, and I didn't want to say it like in a <laughs> creepy way. I was just, you know, but I—I I, I don't remember what else I said. But she wasn't completely creeped out when Derek got to her, so maybe I was just the buffer. Maybe that's why she didn't run away. Because I was just—you're just, the buffer. I was just like—I usually don't get starstruck, and like with her, it was like, wow, I really love your movies. I really love your character. I love—I love what you do, and. I didn't want to be like blah, but I think I was. <laughs> yeah, I was really trying not to because I usually try to play. It cool. Just word vomit. Just word vomit yeah. the whole time. It's, I haven't gotten starstruck that much, but I mean, it's 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 happened a couple times for me. But you know, that was probably the most recent uh, starstruck moment for me. I'm trying, oh well, no, I can think of another one. And Derek was there for this one, of and course. I'll tell I'll tell the story. Okay, so it was it was Horrorhound. You remember this? We were in the bar. And I'm a huge
3: guar fan. Oh my god, this fucker.
2: <laughs> oh, I know this story. Um, so I'm a huge Guar fan. Well, and um Dave Brocky, it was it was the, the Holliston uh reunion. reunion they were having there. So D. Snyder was there, uh, you know, Adam Green, uh you know, everybody yeah. from the show. But D. Snyder in, was awesome, by the way. When I in him. in the bar, uh it was Dave Brocky and Adam Green. And I'm sitting there talking to Dave because I was I was wearing a guar shirt. I did. It was just, I've got a lot of you had them. a
3: gore hat on too, yeah,
2: didn't you? Probably. I've yeah. got a
3: lot of, I feel like you were covered in gore. Yeah, he's inside now. I've got a lot, I've got and you're, a lot of, hey, I'm kind of a fan. No,
2: I just, <laughs> I just talked to him because yeah. I'd met him several times yeah. and it always, it always took him like five minutes and he'd be like, oh yeah, sideburns. And that's what he would call me. <laughs> and then, and then we would just talk. We talk. we were talking for a little bit. We did a bunch of shots of Jaeger because that's what he liked to drink.
4: Yeah. Oh, he's man. like, hey, let's,
2: let's drink some Jaeger. So we do that. And uh, he's telling me about the new albums getting ready to come out. He's telling me lyrics, but this time I'm so fucking drunk. I don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, you were done. And uh, he was like, he was like, uh, he's like, man, I really need some weed. And I'm like, I could find you weed, whatever. <laughs>
3: Yeah, this isn't did. my town, but I'll and
2: figure it out. And so, <laughs> and so at this point, I'll let Derek Derek take over the story because so, it's hard to remember.
3: Yeah, to rewind it a little bit. So I'm at, <laughs> I'm at this hotel bar. It's me, one of my indie filmmaker buddies, Brian, and then there's Adam Green and Joe Lynch up at the bar with us, and then Brocky's off to the table on the side. So Dave just kind of comes wandering in and starts drinking and getting fucked up, and then walks up to me. and is like, "I gotta get weed for Dave Brocky." I'm like, "All right, cool, man. Go get weed for Dave Brocky." And he leaves. And I'm like, all right, he's dead. Like, whatever. I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> he comes back, I don't know how long later. Felt like a good amount of time. And he's like, All right, I gotta go bring it to him. He's across the street at the live in, which is like, if you're ever in the Harhound, it's like the hotel that's connected to the convention center. So we walk over there and he's just like, I don't know the room number. I'm like you don't know the fucking room He's Just number? gonna walk around. And and saying, not couldn't, I couldn't remember. Yeah. So we just start knocking on doors. What was it one three eight or three eight one? We never found him that day because oh we knocked on every <laughs> fucking door. Which coincidentally, one of the doors that opened was the one that was my future fucking girlfriend's door, which was really weird. <laughs> and it was really awkward because the girl, like, it was her friend that opened the door when I knocked, and she like runs out, and it looks like I'm knocking for her, like the hang out. And we like talk for a minute. And I'm like, okay, bye. And he's just fucked. And I'm like, and I'm like, no, Brocky's not to marry either. But I guess what the next morning.
2: Yeah, the next morning, and 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 I walked to hotel, I walked to the gas station. Now I walked to the gas station to get some coffee. And I saw him in there, and I was like, hey, I got that weed for you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, it's just like at a fucking gas station. He's like, do you want to do a drug deal right here? i was just like, here you go. Just hand him the, the weed, and it's like. See you later, dude.
3: Oh, my God. And, and that's one of my favorite convention stories, because that was one of my favorite convention connections was with Dave. Uh At that time, like, we talked football. He loves fucking football. So he ended up getting my number. And then we got guard VIP passes and all this shit. I didn't end up going, but my ex got to do, like, the fucking meat grinder or whatever thing for guard and hang out oh, yeah. and all that shit. So they got to do all that. And he was really cool. Like, he was just, like, a cool down-to-earth dude. So that's that's the good side of cons is you do meet guys that will go to the bar afterwards, hang out and have a drink. Those are my favorites.
2: Um, Lance Henriksen. Yeah, we I mean, talked about the the horror hound where uh, uh, Catherine Isabel was. Uh, oh yeah, she was bartending. We're
0: Bart- at a hotel awesome party yeah. upstairs with uh, a bunch of awesome people, and fuck, if I the only thing I remember from that time is me almost getting into a fight with somebody at the party, and then Catherine Isabella giving us the worst cocktails you've ever tasted. Yeah, and you're like, oh,
3: Catherine Isabel.
0: Hell yeah, I, I didn't go in there. Anymore. Oh my god, Fuck. it was hilarious. She yeah. was so fucked. Yeah, I know. And trying to make it was like, it was like somebody falling asleep, yeah, and man. then, oh wait, I need some mixer in that. Like,
4: yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's pretty cool. Though. Do you remember anything other than from that? Because nope. god damn I just remember almost getting into a fight, and I think Sean Clark and her were like, hey, I was like, oh, okay, I won't, I won't, I won't hit this dude, and I can't remember what it was about, but it was hilarious. Sean Clark from uh, uh horror's hollowed ground. And Catherine and Isabella, and I was like, "Okay, okay, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're probably being an asshole. No, not me. Not well, me. Definitely drunk, Steve. Um, so, one other thing about 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 these uh, conventions, film festivals—that seems to be a, a big thing. We slightly touched on it, but yeah. uh, film festivals are a big part of it.
0: They've always been. They 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 even before the horror convention started, the film festivals were around, and it's like they just kind of like they when. The, Conventions sort of getting bigger. They're like, well, well, we'll add a tattoo convention. We'll add a film festival. We'll add, and it, it's such a great part of it all. Especially the tattoo conventions. I love that stuff and mask fest and all. You know, the vendors, all that shit's just amazing. But.
3: Anything yeah. extra is nice because that's that's my thing about these conventions that compete with each other and talk shit about each other. Like, I'm better than them. I'm like, you're all the same fucking thing. You're all <laughs> vendor yeah. tables, celebrities, a fucking shitty concert afterwards, fucking karaoke because you all do fucking karaoke for fucking one night. And then a little film fest room. You're all the same shit, just different presentations. And they'll all talk shit about each other like they're the best. Oh, show. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, your show's exactly like the other one. You're just in a different <laughs> fucking hotel with maybe more, maybe less people. And it's the same shit because at the end of the day, the community makes these shows. There's a good fan base there that's there to fucking have fun. You'll have a good time. You're going to have a great time. But uh, if it's, like, a bad atmosphere, morale's low, it's like a job. Fucking, everybody's pissed. If vendors are fucking pissed off because the show sucks. It kind of ruins things. Or celebrities are pissed. I
1: forget there are films. Like, I, yeah. it's funny being there for movies for some, you know, in some way, shape, or form. Or we'll even go there and talk about specific movies. But, like, it never even occurs to me. Like, there's only been once or twice I remember going, especially in one in a different city. Because you're already yeah. there doing a million other things. So, I'm like... It's so weird to think, no, let's stop. Go for a couple hours and watch a movie. Well, <laughs> like yeah. it's just there's too much going on. I forget that it's even a thing.
0: It doesn't help that some lines take an hour to get through Should to I meet some on the bigger ones. And then yeah. oh wait, I'm going to go see my friend's movie. If it's a friend, if mm-hmm. it's not a friend, I can see how you're going to skip yeah. that. Yeah, how do you
1: have time? There's it's too many things.
2: Some of them do show like like movies before they're they're coming out in the theater oh, or the like premieres. or the, yeah. uh, the, the the premieres. And you know, I've seen like some of the premieres that I've seen in these uh, conventions i saw like black sheep uh the the movie about the killer sheep yeah you know, great movie david spade's awesome <laughs> wonderfest oh.
1: 1997
3: they debuted black sheep oh uh, god so uh
2: you know things like tucker and dale versus evil yeah. uh maniac was one that i saw there uh they premiered the cabal cut i've seen that yeah um yeah there's lots of them yeah, so, I mean, that that's always a bonus. But, I mean, I usually found my way into most of those theaters when I was just too drunk to stand and I needed to sober up.
3: <laughs> yeah, and some of them get cool. Like, Jason Hoover is a buddy of ours, and he did that fucking... Forty-eight hour, like non-stop. He started it with Days of the Dead, which was crazy. Like I love that he did that, though. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he survived it. I don't know how he didn't fucking die. But he played those movies like non-stop, and it was. I like that concept because I can just walk in whenever the fuck I feel like it and catch something, take a rest. Yeah. And this is gonna make me fucking sound like a hypocrite because I've tried to get people to watch my movies and (laughs) shit. I don't like to go in those rooms and just sit down. I don't like those like shitty school chairs. I don't yeah, like watching shit fun. from a projector. Where like half the crowd's like drunk and whispering or talking loudly. Mm. But I do like. I'll buy your fucking DVD. <laughs> like you know, yeah, I'll, I'll I've done that. Bucks, I'll go home and watch. Five or ten it. bucks, you know. Yeah. Bring a TV. Show me your trailer. If it doesn't look like shit. I'll buy it. I hate going in those rooms. I don't even go. I didn't go in those rooms when I was shit. I was in was in there.
0: Yeah, I was going to say like I we've was, all been a part of. Uh, I was trickery. Films. I would just leave. Well, and uh, speaking of days that did we used to have the gore club used to have the midnight hour on, on Friday nights and we I'd always yeah. show independent films or I'd, I'd find a premiere and have that so it's tough getting people into those rooms Yeah, but that midnight time was a lot easier because it wasn't during n- normal programming. That's yeah, that's more fun It's part of an after party. Yeah, I mean, and then while, we're all gonna get ripped afterwards
3: and the only thing that sucks is that the bigger shows there's certain filmmakers are gonna get those like prime time slots so if like you're up and coming, you're fucked. You're showing your movie at two p.m. <clears throat> or nine. Now, you're not. You're not doing whoa. after the con. You're fucking two p.m. when everything's going on. And or there's a panel next door. Yeah. Or you're gonna go at the same time as fucking whatever rockabilly concerts happening right now. You know the fucking the Harhound <laughs> records. Fucking whoa, 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 guys. Well, no, I got to see it's the Necromantics
0: fucks. one year, and that was amazing. So I like that one.
3: <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm, there's an audience for all that shit. It's fine. Yeah. But I just most of the time I'm like ah, Elzig was cool. I'll take Elzig. <laughs> Give me something fucking funny and stupid. Well, um, coming from a
0: podcast, I mean, you've done interviews. You've you've interviewed celebrities at conventions. What the hell? I mean, going like,
1: remote. Hi. What's that like?
0: Is it easier when they're drunk?
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. I, as you were going through stories, I don't have party stories because I don't hang out for parties. <laughs> like, oh, man. It's rare that I can even... There's a few times we've ended up just with, like, we were actually for one day, And half the time I can't afford to stay there. The weekend is the sad thing. But... If once, you know, in a while we were like, we might end up back over there and be in the middle of some sort of, you know, it's just tons of people. It's I've just, seen you yeah. in, in the lobby much. with the microphone in somebody's face or, you know, Not it's like, much. Oh. Again, I just don't like doing it that way in general, like for all the practical purposes. Number one, sounds going to suck. Number two, if they're drunk, it's going to be terrible. Like people yeah. think. Drunk podcasting is funny. If you listen to it, it's not.
3: I so, I've sure heard it goes pretty well. Oh, <laughs>
4: not
3: so you So when you do an interview, who dictates where it's going to be at? Do you tell them, like, hey, I'm doing interviews you, over th- here? I mean, or are they like, hey, you'll catch
1: me? Most of the time you can't. Unless, you're, yeah. unless you have a table, the few times I did that, sometimes you can convince them to come to your table because it's easier than yeah. doing something at theirs. But rarely do you have any say in anything. It's just... And that's I think what maybe has worked well over the years is I try to stay as as fluid as possible. Like, where do we want to go over here? You want to go there? I've that's the thing. When I think back, I've done interviews in damn near every weird setting everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> one of them. I did an entire interview sitting on the floor in the middle of a hotel as kid, we're down. I didn't know it at the time after we'd been sitting there for a few minutes. We're right down from the pool. So there's just wet kids running back and forth every 10 seconds. I'm just like, what? How the hell did we it's get It's about here? the
0: elevators probably, the old... uh the, yeah. Was,
1: yeah, but it was like literally right in the hole. I remember like, that. And people that's were, some of the best parties going, were too. by hey, like they, they all recognize this person. And I'm just like, yeah, this is probably not the best place to be right now, is it? But that's where we ended up. So yeah, I, I just try to kind of roll with things and figure out the best place I can be under the circumstances. So I try to get people... This is where it becomes creepy. They already don't know me. And I'm like, come over here away from everyone. So as much as I don't want to be one of those weirdos, it always seems that way. And I'm like, I swear it's for sound purposes. I swear. But so, yeah, it's usually just how can we get out of this? Mostly the big rooms, those rooms, that drone is a nightmare. So like you can't even pick stuff up half the time in those. So anywhere you can get away from that. But yeah, I've ended up getting a lot of weird stuff.
3: You can, oh, yeah. if you're at like slow con, you can get all the interviews you want. I remember like, uh, there's been a few in like Bunfuck, Kentucky that suck. Dead but winner. That, well, it was the one associated with that one because Western Evil did one, but I wasn't at that one. And then the other one I went to, but I remember watching when the podcaster guys just go from table to table because <laughs> no one else was there, getting all of his fucking interviews. I don't know if he was paying though or not, but he went to every all eight celebs at this motherfucker and got them.
0: Yeah, I have a story like that. And they
3: were all like 20 minute interviews. So they had nothing else to do. It's no, there's not that weird tension. Like if you go to a slebs table for the interview, a lot of times, because I see people try to do it to Joe Bob all the time and they'll get like their little 20 second clip with him, but he has a line of people. So he's not going to be like, hey, yeah, let's do a 10 minute fucking interview. While everybody like, just stares at me. And then the next podcaster comes up and we do another 10 minute interview. That's you really try lucky. not
1: to do. like, do that, like I don't want to do it at the table if I can, mm-hmm. because it's such a mess. So, yeah, if I can find any time other than yeah. that, like, yeah.
0: Who was your favorite interview that you actually that went well at a convention?
1: if there is one actually i, say, I, I mean it there's... came out well you're like man that's that was that that's great at a convention i don't know really yeah. I, I, I mean again like i always feel like i'm fighting with so Fight, many things find tony to tony After... todd sitting on a fucking bench like i did <laughs> I, I talked to him at one of those it was kind of at the table um i don't
4: know
1: i get i mean to me one of the the more memorable wins and i think it's partially because of the, the person partially because we had weird subject matter. Um, there was an early Daniel Harris that was really awesome. She's super cool anyway, but it was one of those. It is lengthy because I started getting to the point of like, I've, I've done enough of like, okay, let me ask you a bunch of dumb questions about your movies. So I'd gotten out of that. And I'm like, if it's somebody that's cool, I kind of want to like find something else. i I'm like, well, let's just talk about a movie. Like, Not even a movie you're in. Let's pick a movie and just talk about it and do like a whole because we do that on the show anyway. So I'm just bringing in a different person to do that. So and again, I don't know. I don't think she was just trying to be a jerk about it. But we're sitting in the middle of a horror convention and she's like, "Okay, here's the movie I want to talk about. When Harry met Sally. And I'm like, fine. I was like, "What? we'll pick a day. I'm going to go home and watch it again. I've seen it, but whatever. Because I'm not a huge. And that's the thing. I kind of stuck to my guns. I have issues with it. And I brought them up. <laughs> but um, she was so cool about it. And again, it was such a weird scenario of sitting in the middle of a horror convention talking about this rom-com bullshit. And like, it was just, it was a nice kind of moment there. So that, that one's really good. Um, sort of connected her. her. Um, I did a similar thing with Christina Klebe. Um, again, that just sort of ended up somewhere in the hotel and, like, we're talking about a, a weird foreign movie and, like, she's super smart and, like, was really into the visuals on it and, like, that just became a really good movie discussion, you know, regardless of the fact that it's with Christina Klebe. But, right. like, it yeah, I was like, there, there's ones like that that have just sort of ended up being a good conversation more so than the, the weird, you know or a geekness to it. Again, I try to dial it back and don't be such a dork about it and just try to have a normal conversation as best I can. It's a challenge for me on a normal day to day basis, but
3: God, I wish you would train people at conventions on how to have a normal <laughs> fucking conversation. Right. I think
1: it throws them off. Like, I there's think that's so many more times, enjoyable yeah, for yeah, there's somebody so who times, knows everything about them. Cause I, I, I kind of doubted myself going into this, but like over the years I've gotten to the point, there's so many times after I talk to somebody that like, you guys are good actors, but they're not this good actors. They'll be like, yeah. wow, that was that was actually kind of fun. <laughs> like They're just like in shock that I wasn't like slobbering on them or asking them the same 12 questions I've gotten their entire life. Like we ended yeah. up having a real conversation and it like throws them off. Yeah. They're just like, whoa, that was that was great. <laughs> yeah. well,
0: especially during the early days of conventions. The guests didn't know as much as they know now because they
1: have to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like you ask it and they're like, I don't
3: fucking know. It's just a job. <laughs>
1: I kind of like sometimes when they still answer like that.
3: I think a lot of times people come away with that, like, that guy was a dick. And I think we've talked about this before. And my whole thing is, like, could you imagine, like, answering the same fucking question over and over? Eventually, like, you're going to sound like an asshole. I sound like an asshole all the time in my job to people that aren't assholes because I answer the same fucking question over and over. And eventually, I'm just like, fuck. And even at conventions, I've had people walk away and be like, that guy's a fucking dick. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, I'll joke. Like, when I was signing shit at tables, I'd be like, why the fuck do you want my autograph? Like, I would, because I'm genuinely like, wonder that anyway. Cause I'm, I'm just like, I'm gonna ruin your fucking DVD now. I'll sign <laughs> it. And people would take that so seriously. And he's like, oh, he's an asshole. And I'm like, I'm just joking with you because I don't want you to talking about my scene in this fucking movie for an hour. Because we know what my scene is in that movie, and I don't feel like fucking talking about. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but maybe you become the old Bruce Campbell, like you. No, it's just fucking Derek. No, it's just that. Yeah, most people get that, but there's a few people that are always just like you're an ass. Or one guy actually messaged me a year after the movie came out and was like, "You're the only signature I don't have on mine, and you're also the only signature my friend doesn't have on his because like you kept walking away from the table when we came over there, and I'm like, so you think I intentionally? When you were by the table, just got the fuck up and left. Dude, I don't know and didn't even know we were Facebook friends. Oh. And I I was like, send me your fucking DVD and I'll sign it and I'll pay for shipping if you really want to do that. Then he sent it to me, and I fucking signed it huge because I am an asshole. Oh, covered up everybody. Else, <laughs> I was, I'll prove you I'm wrong.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> you got my signature you now. Got my signature. You just drew dicks all over it. <laughs>
3: no, it was just one of those weird. I was like, dude, nobody's doing that to you intentionally. And I hear those stories sometimes about other celebrities, like, oh, he's he got up and took a phone call. I'm like, yeah, maybe he got a fucking important phone call. Like, what do you want him to do? He'll be back in ten minutes. You're gonna be here all weekend, right? Just. Fucking wait! I've
1: definitely like I've had that in the middle of an interview, and I'm like, it was yeah. like their agent. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, no, you got business. You like, yeah. I'm gonna shut up and sit here. Like, do it. Like, take
3: your call. Like, these people have lives outside of yeah. you know this little weekend bubble that we go into, mm-hmm. which I love this weekend bubble. I think it's amazing. It's like an alternate universe most of the time. God, I when, it. when Monday hits, it. Fucking I can't wait till sucks. this is over. Yeah. Even when Sunday is like winding down and I'm done with the conventions, I'm like, God, fuck, I want to go home. When Monday hits, I'm like, "Fuck! I'd rather go back to Friday. <laughs> like, I'd rather go back to that fresh. Like, you walk in the hotel room, put your shit down. You're all excited for the weekend. You start doing like seven thousand shots. Or for me, you do seven thousand shots. So your anxiety's <sighs> gone, and you can deal with humans. And then people can call you an asshole because you walk away from a table <laughs> and you didn't sign their fucking Blu-ray that you didn't pay me to sign anyway. Yeah. You should have
2: charged ten dollars. That's what you should have yeah. done.
3: Or motherfuckers do illegal shit. I think it should be illegal. You take screen caps the films I'm in and get like these little eight by tens and shit and bring them up to me randomly and like hey sign this and I'm like fuck you like <laughs> I mean I'll do it but sometimes they print out shit I'm like why would you use that as a screen cap I'm pretty sure that's my penis It is. it
0: probably <laughs> is they
3: do, they've done it that one dude did it right in front of Ethan Embry and which gave me a great moment with Ethan Embry because I'm yeah, he he's an it.
0: awesome person anyway well
3: he was great because he just like the dude had this binder out and he flips to it and there it is. And is I'm like he's like well you signed this and I'm like Fucking no!
4: <laughs> and he goes, he goes, I thought sign maybe you,
3: I thought maybe you would say that. So then he flips the page, and it's a cropped version of that photo where it's like me from like waist up. And I'm like, okay, I'll fucking sign it. And Ethan Embry the whole time's like leaning over trying to look. <laughs> so as soon as that guy walks away, he's like, what the fuck was that?
4: <laughs> my dick. That and, uh, was we
3: spent this awkward time talking about this nude scene I did, which that movie is. It was fun. The filmmakers behind that are fucking fabulous. It's just like it haunts me sometimes now because I didn't realize the, how weird the horror fan base gets about things. Yep. And I didn't realize like as far as like male nudity, you know, you don't think in your head it doesn't happen in movies a lot. So this scene, like I'm sharing with a nude female and like me and her behind the same table. And these dudes are lining up to talk to me and not her. And it's really weird because <laughs> they're like, oh, man, I can't believe you did that. Oh, bitch, fucking dick. <laughs> and I'm like, what about her? Let's talk. Talk to her, but it's because, (laughs) but it's because of how like you know they're like shocked by it's the shock value they haven't seen a penis since I guess Oz on HBO I guess male frontal nudity yeah it doesn't and it's weird it should have more yeah you would think it'd be more especially
0: in the horror genre no dude dudes dudes just show butts a lot and half the time they show butts well. they always want to say like, "Oh, this is like a female-forward genre because yeah. it's always the final girl." It's yeah. like, "Yeah, how many dicks are in these movies then?" Sleepaway yeah. Camp,
3: right? Oh, well, that's, what, like, that's do. what I was just yes, to That's not really <laughs> her dick, man. I want to
0: see her dick, not his. Yeah, yeah Sleepaway <laughs> you Camp, know,
3: but but it just it just goes back to how like awkward fans are because fans will be so fucking awkward and kind it's of George rude. Rose is awesome too, and they act like you want to do like I don't want to talk. Like, how, how was that scene? I'm like, how long are we gonna talk about this? I don't want to talk about that with you. What do you do for a living, Sarah Like let's talk <laughs> let's talk to you. But they'll they'll come away from guys like Tom Savini who do like seven hundred of these. And he is kind of a dick, a little bit. It, but he's I not the person people yeah. make him out to be. He's not.
2: It depends on what you bring up. Yeah.
3: Well, well that's of course, that's you're talking saying. about
2: animals, she's all about you.
3: Well, she still can be an asshole.
0: Man, yeah. I've heard stories of that too. I I I've never really been treated badly by a celebrity at any convention.
3: I have, uh, so I've had a John Hurd's the main one and I brought up earlier. That uh, yeah. Dude, that dude was the biggest prick I ever met in my and life. I remember that show. I remember being excited because if you listen to his podcast, I bring up Chud all the time. <laughs> And I was like, oh, he's going to sign my fucking Chud poster. It's going to be. I was excited. And, and I walk up to him. He's got a we love Chud. He's got a laptop. <laughs> does, so it's like his handler is the one you meet. And then he's got a laptop in front of him the same way Dave does for those watching YouTube. Talking about sports. John Hurd does. And so I'm talking to his handler. And I'm like, hey, I want to get my poster signed. And John Hurd's still not looking at me. He's sitting with his arms crossed. And he's bouncing back and forth behind his table staring at his laptop. And his handler's like he's watching the soccer game. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. Um,
4: hmm.
3: <laughs> like I like sports too so I get it so I'm being patient I'm just like fuck it like you know, somebody will score a goal or well not soccer so that might be tomorrow so but I was like something will happen to where he's gonna pay attention nope he literally slides the poster to him John keeps looking at the laptop he signs a poster of a black background with a black sharpie <laughs> and then I make a comment about it to his handler his handler grabs the gold one hands it to him and he signs it again so now I got a gold signature on it doesn't say a fucking word to me or even look at me and then his handler goes, do you want a picture? I'm like, Fuck you, no. You like, can both be watching the game. No shit. He said another $20 for a picture and I'm like, no, fuck that. Should've and I walked just, away.
2: Should have just turned off his laptop, yeah. just closed it.
3: And I don't think even John Hurt even knew I was there. I don't think he had any idea that I was there that whole time. But then I heard stories later that like, uh, some younger girl came by wearing like a schoolgirl like that. School that story. Too. And he called her a slut. Oh, she was in a wheelchair. That's what it was. And he called her like a slut. And she's like, a "Well, she was wearing fishnets, I like think, that. or something." Yeah. Student, like, He's like, he, "Really, dude?" He's like, "You leave the house like that? You're such a slut and all this shit." And I'm like, "Oh wow, he sucks. That sucks." Because I really like Chud and Home Alone, but you're not getting my Home Alone money, buddy. Just my Chud money.
1: See, that's the other extreme. Like, as much as I don't want people, to, you know, the fans yeah. to be creepy. Sometimes oh. the people at the table are being kind of Oh, attacked. totally. So, you know, it, it can it can fall on both sides of the table.
2: Yeah, I've met I've met a couple like that. The one I think about the most that was just like a real awkward experience was uh I'm going to fuck up with his name, but Andrew Baranowski. Brian Baranowski. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. He's a fucking dick. But... I
3: would hate him. All <laughs> dead dogs under his trailer. <sighs> oh,
2: Man, I, I, mean, I think everyone has stories about well, this guy. When I met him like uh we I was just walking by and it was just like hey it's fucking the program like the program <laughs> leather face he I mean, is he's a, guy. yeah 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 he he's is the he's exactly the program, that guy but uh, uh i was wearing like a like a carcass shirt or something like that and he's like oh yeah and we started talking about metal and he's just like hey man you want an autograph i'm like sure and he just he wrote it's the weirdest autograph i have because <laughs> like it's it's Leatherface, yeah. and he drew like a a sad face on it with X's in its eyes. He's like, you're next. And then like half ass scribbled his name on there. He's like, here you go, bro. And, yeah. and he's just, he was just shit He yeah, was just shit-hammered.
3: Beyond on, belief. Oh, he'd drink a case sitting at his table. Yeah, and he would snatch up every girl that sat next to him. Mm-hmm. That's why he's not booked for shows anymore.
0: Well, that and his abuse of Gunnar Hansen, which I wanted to punch him in his fucking muscle-bound head one year about that shit. He yeah. was sitting right next to Gunnar Hansen and uh i remember him yelling that he was the best leather face i'm the number one fuck. i was like what the fuck is going on who did it first yeah <laughs> and gunner <laughs> was such i mean gunner got salty when the remake came out anyway because yeah. yeah. i had talked to him i think almost that year that it came out and uh, this was years later and i was like dude if he's not gonna hit you i am what the fuck? and oh it was awful so that yeah that's
3: one of those guests i never wanted me to get in luckily he got banned yeah, he got banned. That's what's crazy. If you get banned from hard, so I don't feel bad about talking about it, because fuck yeah. that man. No, fuck him. Con's booked the biggest, some of the biggest pieces of shit out there. If you get banned from that, like you have to be like next level, <laughs> top shelf fucking asshole. Yeah.
2: Maybe he can go to that Fox News Con that you're talking about, earlier. the no, hell the play yeah, Con. He, he he get a, a fucking table next to hey, Tucker, Tucker CNN, Carlson or some. Shit. Hey,
3: CNN and Fox are both there. That was like a that's fun for the whole family. Well, I guess we're going to wrap this up here yeah. soon. Let's uh let's talk about like
0: what's our what's your your favorite or your least favorite guest? I'll uh I'll go with I'll go with one my funniest because I've always talked about like my favorites and maybe my least favorite. But there was one talking about Daniel Harris. I'm drunk as fuck at a goddamn convention. I can't remember if either one of you were with me, but we're sitting there talking. It's just it's just me and someone else and her at her table. And I I used to carry my drinks around in this huge friggin' like you know Speedway cup and we're laughing, and the fucking cup literally does a 180 and lands straight on her table. But oh somehow, God. it the drink stayed in the <laughs> fucking- like This is like a science experiment. Oh, I don't know. That between the straw and the gravity, I have no idea. Inertia, I don't give a fuck. It stayed there. I looked at her. She looked at me. I was like, I am so fucking sorry. <laughs> Scooped that off there, and I just walked away. <laughs> I think that was one of the first conventions I'd ever seen her at
2: was that was that uh was that movable
0: i'm not i'm not gonna i don't i don't remember it's the one with the gray walls man i, I cannot remember i think that was i think that was
2: i think that was Night.
0: jesus christ and it landed on top of all of her pictures and the, you know and back at that time she had them all stacked up so it was like 10 per stack so if i would have ruined that shit, that is
1: not yeah. cool but man.
0: we just kind of looked at each other and th- the laughing stopped. there was no more stories no more jokes i got that i'm so sorry
1: the fuck away. <laughs> i'm gonna go hide somewhere that's my story uh, brian what you got as far as best, I mean, best. Just whatever. I mean, there's one that's almost like life changing for me. Oh, shit. It, I mean, it was it was because I think it's it was one of the first people I talked to. It was even pre-show. I think later, I don't even know if I aired this. Time. I went back recently and found like this is how far back it was. I have it on a cassette tape. I had my <laughs> cassette recorder with me to tape this interview. Like a talk boy? talk yeah it looked kind of it didn't have the cool microphone pop out it was just a a regular little walkman looking deal but um yeah that's that's how far back it was so it was right it was still when i was doing the like print stuff so it was before the the audio but i was there just kind of to talk to um teresa was wow, Amazing, awesome. yeah. <laughs> like, fucking a. She was so cool, and like just sort of. Not everyone knows on. who that is, by the way. I know it's we, yeah. Like, well, again, super geeks, but um, she she and and that's that's why that's why I think it's not like she was like the biggest A list star in the world. She's you know the lead in Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. She's in Astro Zombies. She's got you know a handful you know, of other roles. She was like maybe in one like legit movie. You know, she's got like a bit part in one of the like big studio movies. But for the most part, she just made a handful of B movies is kind of known for having impressive cleavage. But it's a good thing to be a badass. Yeah. But then as time went on, like I I didn't know much else about her and then sat down with her. And like she which and that's the thing. Nobody's as good a sport about that as her. Like she I'm assuming everybody got this treatment. But by the time we were done, when we took the photo, the photo is your head goes into her bosom like that's that's your photo. So not going to complain about that either. But and again, because she initiated it, I'm I'm not the creepy one. I just was there and, you know, take advantage of these things. But fringe benefits. But the I mean, the, the conversation was so cool. And I think I again, I was it was one of the first times it became a normal kind of it was still pretty. You know that you know fan base of you know this is really cool. What about this? But it it kind of hit a normal level where she started talking about regular stuff, and then like we learned a little more about like her upbringing and the weird stuff that led her to being you know who she was as time went on, and like she was just so cool, and I, even more so as she got older because this was you know in the last decade or so of her life, so it's like she was still so damn cool and was like so like on top of everything and kind of knew like at one point she brought up politics which i don't mess with but like even then like she was like engaged in what was going on around her like she's just like she's just such a super strong smart chick and like was so cool to talk to so that i think it had that not happened i don't know if i would have like jumped in and started doing that regularly because that was maybe the first like big recognizable at least for movie geeks like name and like it went so well that it kind of was like, okay, I think I want to do this. So like it later, there were ones that I'm like, eh, that wasn't so great. But you know, that one, luckily as early as it was, was just really, really awesome.
3: You get hit with that like positive experience. That's like, oh, I can do this. If the, everybody's going to be like that, then, then you learn. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's really that's like, <laughs> it's a good start. I th- yeah, I th- she
2: was I think, awesome. I think uh, mine would be uh, meeting Angus Scrim. Because it wasn't it wasn't just like oh you're you're tall man you know we talked about like I was like oh you used to scare the shit out of me when I was a kid and my dad would always call me boy just to fuck with me <laughs> so um, meeting him was was a weird experience because there was nobody else in his line and he's just like hey just dad. just come back here do you want to you want to just hang out and so we just sat there and we talked for thirty minutes I can't even remember exactly what we talked about but we talked about you know phantasm for like maybe like five minutes and then the rest of it was just whatever you know (laughs) he asked me how how i've been doing you know what 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 am i doing what do i do what am i doing with my life and just you know just that was like a weird fucking experience it was almost like words of encouragement you know and like i've met other celebrities that have done similar things but like it was just like hanging out with your uncle or something like that just just relaxing and then eventually somebody came up for an autograph and You know, he signed it, he's talking to them, and I was like, all right, I think I want to go. And he's like, all right, you take care of yourself. It was just weird, but it was so nice, and it was a relaxing moment. To be like, he doesn't want to kill me after all. (laughs) (laughs) Boy.
4: Yeah, we
1: had a minor run-in at one of the conventions. That was one that Misty like fell in love with him. He became her new grandpa, and like, there's just a, p- a photo of her like sitting in his lap almost. And he was just like so like super nice, and like again for the man who's known for you know killing people, like he's with he spheres was just, of yeah, doom. Yeah, he was just the the cuddliest grandpa kind of guy. And it was like killing yeah, people this with his balls. Cool. Total yeah, grandpa. Yeah.
3: Ball. I was at uh, I guess the last year of conventions he did in February. He did Days of the Dead Atlanta. And it was so funny because it was not a big line, like three people. But I'm that dude that if you're at a lot of conventions, I won't bother meeting you most of the time because I'll talk to you in passing, but I won't get your autograph. Yeah, you regret that, though. I know. Well, yeah, but I I got most of them before they were gone. Uh, Besides a few Friday 13th people, of course. Uh, But anyway, with Angus, uh, I sat down. I guess he heard my conversation. He goes, you do a lot of these, don't you?
4: <laughs> like, yeah, and he goes.
3: He goes. Well, I'm like, I'm gonna hit a bunch of them this year. And he puts his arm around. Him. He goes, take a look at this. And then he pulls out this little old man notepad with all these conventions written on it. I have one of those. And he's guys. like, what do you What do you think of this one? And he's Start. going down the list. That's and awesome. And I'm like, trying to be positive because it's like this little old man asking me stuff. But he's reading my face. Like I made a oh, face on one of them. He read my Not face one. on one of them, and he goes. Don't be scared to tell the truth. He's like, your and poker face a, are going to work on me, boy. And I was boy. just straight up like, don't do that show. And what was awesome for me is he didn't do that show and he did the other ones. I'm like, I feel like Angus listened to me. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I which had an was, impact
1: on his life. Which
3: was cool. Or maybe he just fucking <laughs> forgot everything I said and his manager told him what to do anyway. But And his manager knew it was a shitty show. Uh, it's way too hard for me to pick out. Like, you know, I me mean? as I've been to whether there's a vendor or doing the film shit or whatever. Yeah. I mean, there was a time where I was going to 20 or fucking 30 of these a year. I will say this all around, though. Uh, there's two that come to mind. Adam Green, every time I've met him, was treating me like a friend, uh, at Nashville, full moon, uh, full moon. Nashville was kind of like one of their slower cons a couple years ago that year. He was in the room like right next to me and bullshit it with me three days fucking straight. It was cool as hell. That show where he met Dave Brockie, they, he and Joe Lynch set up the fucking bar for me and my buddy. No reason for him to do that. Knew we were fa- fucking fanboys. I had him hold like the poster for the movie I was releasing. So I'd be like, Adam Green's holding this kind of like all these bullshit taglines that are on these movies. Yeah. You know, I was trying to do the Stephen King thing, uh, but he was always really fucking cool and he would give you any advice you asked for and never treated you like you were just like a burden on him. Even if you lingered a little too long. Because sometimes if I'm in a conversation with somebody, I'm like, I, I need to fucking go. I'll cut out mid conversation and be like, all right, bye. I feel weird now. That's considerate, though. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think it helps if
1: they start out that same way. Yeah. He was a fanboy at one time.
0: Yeah. it you know, it's so, like
3: he
1: graduated up to being that.
0: Um, oh, yeah. In the, Listen in the to the club, his
3: stories
1: you know? about making
0: the first hatchet. They're like, oh yeah.
3: my God. No, he was just really cool and like just really down to earth. And I've seen him be that way with fucking everybody and the people that I work with him. That's probably why they all come back to his films. And then there's Derek Mears, who I don't, I'm not really a fan of the dude's work. Honestly, I'm not a diehard Friday 13th remake fan or whatever. That's the sweetest fucking guy alive. He could probably kill everyone I know, but that's the (laughs) nicest fucking dude I've ever met in my life. I feel like maybe he is secretly a serial killer nobody should be that nice. That dude keeps his cool. You'll never see that dude not smile. I think even when he's angry, I was gonna say that his fucking smile fucking smiles, lights up smiles, a weird. Can, it's like the, it's oh. all the big goth kids yeah. that go
0: oh always like <laughs> always just a ton of
3: positivity. Man, he brings like this energy to him. Like if I'm at a con, I'm having a bad day, I'll just walk by Derek mirrors table. I'm like oh, I feel better now. <laughs> like that fucking just raise oh, aura. Call. Yeah, I mean, even if you're not a fan, meet Derek mirror Say hi to that fucking dude. That dude is great. He's, he's great one of the most positive actor, fucking period. humans. Yeah. I know and he's just not from anything that I'm like, oh that's my fucking guy. The predators and then but, he did uh, you know, have the he remake. Made, he's in Twin Peaks. That was yeah, the, my one right. thing where he up as Twin Peaks is kind of like a badass, which is funny once you see him and you see him play a badass. Because he could like you said he's kickbox and all that shit. He could kick some people's asses. But he's so fucking happy. It's like adorable how nice that dude is. Compared to like this whole slew of like when you're in a sea of black and everybody's like oh fucking metal and horror, decapitation, titties like seeing that dude makes you happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: fucking awesome, man. That's a great note to leave uh, to leave on in this podcast. On is a uh, positivity. I'm glad we went there too because I was kind of hoping we were not going to end it on like fuck fucking fuck all this <laughs> and everybody fucks and. Well, uh, <laughs> fuck Friday Night, <laughs> fuck Linda Player. <laughs> right? I, I was kind of worried about Gary that. is a creep. Oh, <laughs> Gary abuse you already told on Gary <laughs> story. Uh, I have uh, so many great stories. We all do, and uh, that's the thing is, you have not been to our convention. Hopefully, the, the positive stories that we've shared today are gonna be like, okay, cool, because sometimes meeting your hero sucks. It does. It fucking sucks sometimes. Don't
1: put anybody on a pedestal. Really. I can't. I like can't they're help just it, people. Well, that's they're just people. That's the only thing I've taken from this over the years is like yeah. the ones that I've connected with is because they were cool people. And like yeah. it just this happened to be their job and we were talking about their job and you know, and other people yeah. are kind of dicks. Yeah. And like you learn that the hard way, but it's like it I don't go in with that anymore. Like with anybody. Like I don't I try not to put anybody at that level yeah. where I'm like you're so much better than me because it's never going to end well. You know, it's like there's no good way to approach that. Yeah. You, yeah. For the longest
0: time, I would only meet people after the show is over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Those that are the people it. I want to hang out with. Like you were talking about Norman Reedus. That's how we met him. Like they came to a hotel party we were having. Him and Rocco, yeah. we played Pictionary together. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Like, that kind of shit. I like, Lance Hendricks. I met him at a bar, and he bought me a drink. I'm like, dude, it's supposed to be the way around. I met what
3: the L- fuck is going on? I met Lance Hendrickson while I was drunk in Chicago, remember? I walked up the and like did anybody ever tell you you were like Lance Hendrickson? Yes, <laughs> that's a true story. <laughs> and I, I got this drunk picture of my arm around him holding this fucking cup full of, you know, bad things. But he was really cool, too. He just sat there and talked to me on this bench outside. Cause he thought it was funny that I didn't know who the fuck he was. And I was so wasted that I was just like, you look just like Lance Hendricks. Right.
0: Those, that's the, that's my favorite time to meet people is after party, hanging out They're just not, not even if they're having drinks, just hanging out with their fans yeah. in a corner on a sofa. That's the shit. Like oh. it's not the first time I met Michael Rooker. He was hanging out by the pool party. He needs to be like, "Fucking it, let's do this." That I was like, that's that that's the kind of fucking shit I want to hang out with. <laughs> that
3: dude hula hooped his ass off. At that he was shit. awesome. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> it was that mad ass that I was so that. great.
0: Package worker is crazy. I was like, that was like 2010 <laughs> or some kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: I'll leave it at this. Go to if you're a horror fan, sci-fi fan, go to a fucking convention. Come for the community. And then yeah. the slabs are just an extra benefit. I've met some of my best friends at these conventions. Like the vendors are really cool. A lot of the vendors are like fucking family to me too. You can buy cool shit that you can't get at these other stores. You'll realize that Hot Topic and your fucking Hobby Lobby Halloween section fucking sucks once you start shopping at these things. We didn't so, get to get the vendors, but God, I yeah. wish we had. But there's so many good ones. There's so man. many vendors and like, we can absolutely. list. We call off them our and, con uh, family. We'll keep linking them on like the Gore Club like Facebook page. You'll see us promote some vendors that we love. Uh, but go for that. Go for the community and the fucking vendors. You can get in for like mostly shows for 30 to 50 bucks for a fucking weekend. You get to hang out with a lot of like-minded people and talk about horror movies. You can watch some movies for fucking free all weekend. There's tons of panels that you don't have to pay for. And there's vendors with shit that's not overpriced to be honest. And some are dickheads, but most of them, fair price shit. <laughs> so go for that. And then if you decide you want to meet a fucking celeb and roll the dice, do that too. But check out all the other shit first that's a yeah. lot guys so fuck the celebrities Dude, you got anything?
0: <laughs> No, i think this is wrap it up then thank guys pretty much wrapped it up i want to uh thank uh <laughs> <laughs> i want to thank brian rainfall for coming on please uh how can they find you
1: uh moviemeltdown.com, that's kind of got everything on there we've got a, a our meltdown horror club too so if, you know you can go get on there and see what we've got we've got a lot of stuff we're kind of giving fans the the chance to pick movies that we're gonna watch nice. and discuss so we've we've got that going on but That'll just link to the feed and all the other stuff we've got going on. So, yep, moviemeltdown.com. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on here.
4: No problem. And, yeah. uh, Thanks for having me.
0: If you listen to this, of course, you know, uh, you can find us on YouTube, Anchor, uh, Apple, uh, Google, Breaker, TuneIn, Spotify, all these things, Overcast, they're all there. And we want to thank uh, all of our fans in uh, Paraguay and Br- in Brazil who've been hooking up for the last couple of weeks. Uh, it's pretty awesome. And uh, thank you all so much, man. We're out of here. Peace. See you.
4: Sweet. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
4: that was fun.